Hello everyone, welcome to the dark future. Welcome to Red Sky City. I'm tormented by gnomes. I'll be your game master this evening. Joining us is our phenomenal cast consisting of Bren, Golden Boy, Seltzer, and Sideshow. Hello everybody. This is the part where I ask you how you're all doing and everyone looks at each other like, who's supposed to respond first? Uh, if you are just... I'm Perfect. Kidding. Great. No, on brand. Go, go. No, I just play Cyberpunk. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> if you are just joining us for the first time, then think this is going to be a weird show for you to watch, but I'm glad you're here. Our story is set in the dark future of the year 2045, where the world is recovering from the fourth corporate war. Night City, which is a sprawling neon metropolis in the year 2077, is in the process of rebuilding after a certain silver-handed someone blew up the Arasaka Tower with a nuclear device years ago. Our heroes have been caught up in a corporate conspiracy to reclaim power from the governments across the world that have sort of pushed them out in this dark time. Uh, in our last episode, they got into a huge fight at the Totentowns Club. Uh, some serious stuff went down. They conflicted against two major old enemies, the Bozos and the Solo Royal. The Bozos are still on the loose, though they took terrible casualties, but the Monarch killed Royal with some help from his friends, and uh, Jim Fingers is coming down after tripping out of his mind on hallucinogenic drugs that were pumped into the compound, <laughs> and that's where we left off. Before we get started, does anybody have any questions? Um, yeah. I I wanna I wanna do a salvage operation on uh, on Royal. Okay. As in, like, I wanna just uh, take his body back to the lab. Is that possible? Yes, but you know, there's something I should have done earlier, and I'm gonna start working on. Uh, I'm gonna try to pull up a picture that is going to give us an idea of the size of Natalie's car. <laughs> That's important info. I don't actually. feel like we got to do that. I feel like everyone's got a great idea about how cool and huge and massive and effective this car is. It was not any of those things. <laughs> okay, uh, this this one will work. This one will work. Uh, Ian, I'm going to send this to you if you can pull this up for us in a moment. Ian, don't open it if it's not cool. Probably is super cool. Oh, it's uh, so cool. Anyways, uh, yes, it is theoretically possible, but I'm going to leave the logistics to you guys. Let me go uh -huh. ahead and take our map back to Totentons uh, while we get that squared away. Because you guys have a motor pool. Yeah, there it is up on the screen. See, uh, that, look that at is... it. I told you. I love that the game exists now and that we can actually pull away <laughs> this information. It is fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So. They had these smart cars that you could just, if you had a card, you could like walk up to them in San Diego where I live and you could just buzz them and then take them out and, and rent them short for short-term drives. And I used to stuff my tall, lanky self into this car. It was like that scene in the Grinch movie where he's driving the toy truck. Uh, so yes, all the amazing acts of vehicular manslaughter, nearly taking down Royal when he was in an AV were all performed with that piece of equipment. <laughs> <laughs> we get yeah. a banana i just muted again chat in case you guys oh, don't it's, know. it's classic sideshow you know and and the thing is ian beforehand 
said, please, everyone, remember not to <laughs> mute yourself. And I feel like I was directed at somebody. It, <clears throat> it, it was directed at Sideshow. <laughs> it was directed. All right, we're, we're going to assume that uh, Jim is currently lavishing his teammates with praise for the great operation, <clears throat> taking none of the credit and promising not to take a fixer's fee for any future contracts that he arranges mm -hmm. them. I'm pretty sure that's what he's trying to say. No. Uh, we have audio with the stream. This wasn't a job, was it? No. This was just us turning no, we up we went for... to go meet. Yeah, this mm -hmm. is supposed to be a meet. What happened to... Uh... Double or Nothing? Double or Nothing. Double or Nothing, uh, you haven't seen. Sort of lost track of her in the chaos. And huh. the other people, you were supposed to meet some people from 6th Street, which is another group they they sort of consider themselves right now they're they're a gang but they consider themselves to be like a local protection gang uh they were supposed to meet up some of them were here but you don't know if they are among the survivors after Towns was gassed with clown gas mm -hmm. so uh the you guys are victorious and that's fantastic but you're injured the club is in chaos the meat's sort of gone south which yeah. is what happened when i cooked dinner last night also uh <laughs> I mean, speak for so, yourself. I'm in a great spot. I mean, I have <laughs> shot multiple people. Uh, I've committed just you've you committed myself. Lose. No, I lost one HP. That's about six humanity from witnessing the uh, horrific so, state of the I was building. Mm. Maybe I was thinking about this earlier, Alex, because I was listening to what you were saying about how the monarch has seen so much stuff that this doesn't even phase him, right? And I agree with you. But in my head, that means his humanity is already low. So he didn't actually just <laughs> lose any humanity. We just brought it closer to what it actually should be because he's seen so much stuff and he's willing to treat people with such wanton violence. And that's his default reaction. To me, that speaks to a low degree of empathy. So we're really just adjusting closer to be more in line <laughs> with your character vision. Uh, uh, no, I don't agree with that. I don't think that I do. is, I, agree. Uh, I don't I think agree that's that. the case. I think, you know, Monarch is <laughs> as human as, as, you know, I don't know, like, like any, any person that's any edge runner that's going around night city right now, just, just trying to solve mm -hmm. crimes, just trying to fix things, trying to make the city a better place. Solve crimes. You're you trying know, to rip out me in the face. Did you know that I, I was, I was, I was driving around night city and I was listening to the radio and there was a, a apparently uh, a crime in night city is on the rise. So people like like Monarch exist to, to fix it. That's in 2077. Can you imagine in, in the time that we're dealing with here, how much Monarch has to do to, to fix the streets, taking random jobs from people just to- You are not and... Batman. You are a solo. Yeah, I'm, I'm someone that, I'm, uh, yeah, that's right. I'm a solo in class, but also in nature as You're well. You're also a psychopath. Your character is a psychopath. Monarch yes. is psych psychotic. But that, and that's, that's what a low anyone. humanity score reflects. <laughs> that could be anyone that, that chooses to live in Night City. I mean, you mean to tell me Natalie's not a psychopath too? How many people she's ran over? It's her go-to method to run someone over with a car. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. I mean, yeah. yeah. Decent point. I'm not doing it with my bare hands. There's a whole chunk of metal in between me and the murder. But that's your choice. <laughs> you choose to run people over, Natalie. I don't... Listen, like the life of a solo, the life of of a vigilante i didn't choose this okay you did i met your parents they had lots of kids who chose lots of different paths and you were the kid that chose this path 
it chose me. Okay, <laughs> that's 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 where I'm at. Right, it chose me. That's my monologue for the day. Uh -huh. The monarch uh -huh. monologue. <laughs> Brand it. Put are it we, on a cup. Are we ever going to meet Adam Smasher? I hope we don't. Yeah, I, I really I hope you don't. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather was, not. Uh, so obviously when, when I started working on the show, I was reading up on, I wasn't super well read on the cyberpunk lore, but I absorbed as much as I could. And I absorbed enough to the point that um, uh, at a certain point in a certain video game, if I were to encounter that character, I would recognize him on site and promptly need a new pair of pants because he is bad news. <laughs> Yeah, no, he's a problem. Uh, I am yeah. not looking forward to if there is ever an encounter. I'm not looking forward to him. Yeah, no I'm spoilers, not actually no sure where he is in the year 2045. I could find out if you guys want. I could, you know, we could make that happen. Only for avoidance purposes. Yeah, only to <laughs> stay away. I can see somebody going to the wiki right now, editing it. In the year 2045, Adam Smasher is on the moon. Better known as Jonah. He is right next to Totentod currently at this moment. In fact, the lore says that he was one of the only survivors of the massacre and that he killed a small group of edge runners immediately afterwards. Weird. Um, oh, God. I, I do have one more thing I want to say before we get this thing back on track. Uh, I was also thinking about cyberpsychosis, which is also a big theme in the show, in the game. Uh, you, you meet a lot of people undergoing cyberpsychosis. And I was thinking, if you, the player, are driving around Night City and you just run people over because you're, it doesn't really matter and you're thinking, I'm playing a game, those are NPCs, they don't really matter to me, then you, the player, are playing a video game. But you, the, the character, are a cyber psycho because you're thinking yeah. of everyone yeah. else as an NPC and as just a piece of meat who doesn't have their own personality. And that's a great way to think of cyber psychosis is turning everyone else into an NPC thinking that they're, they aren't really real, they don't really matter. Yeah, that sounds right. That is a good point, yeah. <laughs> We're really so going the next into time the weeds here. <laughs> of <our thought> yeah. <laughs> well, it's perfect well, because Natalie lost... knows those people matter, but they're threatening her friends, and so she's justified mm -hmm. in murdering them. And she's oh. recognizing their humanity, and it's the very uh -huh. reason she has to bring about their end. Nope, nope, <laughs> not allowing that one. Not allowing that one. Nope. Wow. You're crazy. <laughs> you run people over willingly. Like, that's your choice. Like, my choice is like, okay, I, de I determine what is the right weapon for the right situation. Natalie's like, you rip out their gooch. Just, yeah, just because a girl doesn't want to put a hand in a gooch doesn't mean that, you know, we're the same. Oh, but I do want to give a shout out, though, uh, to the uh, creators of Cyberpunk, because apparently gooch ripping could end up becoming a thing in the game. Uh, we're, pu we're pushing hard. We're pushing hard for that yeah. in the upcoming Didn't, they, didn't they specifically tweet, Vanguard. please do not make this a thing? <laughs> well, I feel like if, 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 if they ask, if they ask not to make it a thing, they're obviously saying like they would like to make it a thing. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> That is like, a very disturbing line of thought. You got to be careful no, with that. You got to throw that away. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I think, I think that they were like saying, it, it's like, no, please don't make it a thing. Really make it a thing. You know, I think that's, I think that, that's, that's, <laughs> uh -huh, just kidding. Unless, Un exactly. Unless. That's how I took it personally. That's how Monarch uh, takes it. Well, you know, the Monarch isn't around and uh, Twitter is not a thing in the dark future of the year 2045. Instead, everyone has their own uh, garden patch. I think social media in the year 2045 
is as if we were in a different timeline where MySpace became the preeminent platform, <laughs> mm. where it was all about having your own page, you know, and picking your background. Because the mm. idea is everybody has the, the social media website that your characters would interact with and that Aura was really, really big on was the garden. And your page on the garden was called your garden patch. And that's where artists and creators would upload all their content. So all of Oro's videos would get deployed to his garden patch. And I imagine that he would spend a lot of time customizing it, you know, getting it down, scrolling for free cool themes to download, uh, <laughs> yeah. picking the exact right song in the background so that if his crush ever went to the, the page, hamster she dance would, or hamster dance, that's the alternative. Um, all right, now now we're in the weeds. Let's go back to outside <laughs> of Totentons, where uh, some rocket launchers just went off, some clown gas was deployed. Uh, the party is standing in the streets outside Totentons. There's some sort of an industrial park on the other side. I know because I visited Totentons, which was neat. Uh, so there's an industrial park on the other side. There's not a lot of traffic. People are scattering because a freaking rocket launcher went off. Uh, you can hear sirens far away, but you know they're not coming. What do you do? I heard one person say they wanted to drag Royal's corpse into the tiny smart car. <laughs> not, in, not into the smart car. Not into the smart car. Uh, I would kind of flop it over the motorbike mm. like a, a counterweight in the middle, you know? Mm, okay. Did you He's fix Jonah's legs, by the way, Jared? Yeah. I gave him a... Yes, he a did. Stint. He splinted them last game. Whatever the hell it's that's confirmed. Let's run through the circuit. Jerax is grabbing Royal and hopping him over a motorbike. <laughs> uh, yeah, again, exhibit A, the smart car. You could... There's no trunk there, but you could have Royal as your passenger. I could, I could, I could just put him on the top, though, and tie his... Like a deer. Like a deer yeah, trust like a deer. Yeah, I could I could toss yeah. him over the top of it, but I respect the stuff uh, we've seen. That's just a normal occurrence, you know. I respect Natalie's car too much. I don't think she wants a burnt body. You can put him on top. Are you sure? Okay. Oh yeah. All right. I'd like to then put Royal's body up top and tie it to the to the top of the car. Well, I mean, Jim, you were looking for a way to make a statement with all of this. There's nothing quite makes a statement like killing your enemy and trussing him over the top of your, the roof of your car like a deer. Yeah, I'm sure this will go well and won't at all look like a trophy display. Um, we are. Yeah, we just... should probably put a, a tarp on that. Because <laughs> it's either that or put him in the passenger seat and give him a nice uh, pair of uh, Weekend at Bernie's glasses. I was going to say, Weekend at Bernie's. Weekend at Bernie's. Are there any rumors circulating about like this weird group of of edge runners that are just going around yeah. killing stuff like literally just murdering entire gangs so what what have you guys accomplished you were involved in the hit on the boat like let's talk about some of the things that have gone down there was the fight at the apartment uh those who were there know that for the original fight at the apartment it's not like that was a big thing it's just oh people trying to kill each other in the combat zone that's you know that's a thing that happens mm -hmm. uh there was the hit on the Bozo's camp. Now, that was mostly a stealth operation. Even when it went non-stealthy, people were hiding in the shadows, people were shooting from the shadows. So, Royal knew the Monarch was one of the people trying to kill him, but a lot of you guys were in disguise or hiding that time. So, I don't know, unless you have 
despite the fact that you threw an ice cream truck at them from over, you know, parking structure, I don't know how closely your names would be attached to that, except by people who were there at the time. Sure. Well, I figured there would be whispers, like people would be starting to, to bring two and two together. Like when mm -hmm. I bought the clown outfit, and then when suddenly the bozos were attacked, and mm -hmm. they're, they're dead, or like, I don't know, like they're, they're, for some, why, that's so weird. Why are there 20 clowns run over? It's really strange. Oh, Everyone what? heard about the bozos getting hit, right? That would absolutely be, people are talking about that. Yeah, but uh, then they, would they not have found the ice cream truck that just got yeah. borrowed? Uh, I The thing is, I don't have the exact breadcrumb trail. I think what you can assume is that unless you, the party, took absolutely extraordinary measures, there are people out there who can figure it out, right? Sure. Like smart people, well-connected fixers with good networks, they're going to know. It's kind of uh, beneficial maybe for us. Gangs though, that it? do some... It's a win and a loss. Part of this is where your reputation scores come into effect, right? Yeah as your reputation goes, it allows you to weaponize, but it can also be used against you. Because the higher your reputation is, the harder it's going to be for you to walk into a place without getting recognized. If I recall correctly, part of Jim Finger's whole plan, I know he wants to be the shadow chancellor of the combat zone, but he's also trying to hype up all, you know, and market the skills of this team. Or at least capitalize on it. Yeah. And I've got a sick brain dance that I've just recorded of this entire operation. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. <laughs> is that not, is that not uh, your goal? Yeah, I, I mean... Not so much, though. We're supposed to be kind of... As an, we're kind of supposed to be operating from the shadows a little bit, because otherwise you become a massive target. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I feel like we are still operating from the shadows. You know? I don't really think so. I, I we think... haven't instigated very much. We've mostly yeah. been reacting. All right. Well, but it's just been a reaction thing. Like the Red Chrome Legion, like the 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 clowns. All right. This hit on, on Royal, this wasn't on. planned. We weren't trying to take him out. Let me put it for context for you guys. All right. I've been around and, and, and Monarch, you know. Obviously, says that with a puff in his chest as he has proud, uh, you know, pride in his voice. Here's the deal: you don't just walk around this city, all right, and 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 death and destruction follow your way, and don't get recognized by at least some people. Word travels around this city like piss in a sewer. Okay, so we are most definitely on somebody's radar somewhere somehow some way and honestly someone that's your guy's fault not mine because i mean i'm the monitor you've got Let's done show. dick all <laughs> done dick all okay you want to tell me what you were doing while you were all drugged out oh yeah how helpful were you you were running toward the problem instead of actually trying to help because you were just cracked out of your mind you crazy i, I don't remember addict. any of it i don't remember any of it wasn't my fault this shit went south. Spoken like a real drug addict. <laughs> Horrible. Should we? What uh, is? Should we? Should we get moving? Yeah, for God's sake, I need to get home. <laughs> All right. So we've got Royal. Final call is he weekend at Bernie's? Uh, trust like a deer, with or without a tarp, or is he riding piggyback on your motorcycle? Uh, I'll uh, I'll put him up top. Let's try and find a tarp as well. 
Okay. You managed to scrounge out a, a tarp with various biological stains of an undistinguished nature on it. Uh, we'll go ahead and put Royal on the roof of that. And then Jonah's in the passenger seat, because his leg still hurt. Yeah, he is. He, he's still he's <clears throat> taking a beating. Can we check to see if there's any, like, eddies on anybody or anything like that? You know, I'm just trying to get some coin out of this. Oh, uh, you've been playing too much Cyberpunk 20 oh, You want to loot the bodies? Yeah, I want to uh, loot the most bodies. Of them have, like, loot the bodies. Most of them have gray tier gear. One or two of them might have something with the green icon on it. Yeah, yeah, I want to see what's available, you know? <laughs> start holding good. all of these rifles. <laughs> I, I won't lie to you, I am a little bit of a loot goblin <laughs> in <laughs> Cyberpunk, so... Now I know what I'm looking for. All right. So what I will say is that for the most part, it's not easy to make a living just by scraping together guns and, and crafting components and stuff. Uh, what is going to be of the highest value is going to be the goods. Like anybody who's carrying the good stuff mm. is going to be who you want to look at. Like Royal's going to have good gear. Bosses are going to have good gear. Specialists and higher tier enemies are going to have good gear. But boosters, they have, you know, basic mass-produced 3D printed pistols and stuff like that. Okay. I'll yeah, allow poor it. Poor quality, very heavy pistols for the most part. I'll allow it. I, Fine. You know, I, yeah, I am drug addled, so I'm not even going to take part in this. I was going to have some input, but I'm... I'm well, out of it. I, I still. would like. Is it possible to take that stuff and just flip it for a little bit of cash, though? Uh, yeah, yeah. You know what? Give me a sec. I would say also, Alex, that ammunition is still really important. Yeah, pillage because we don't have an unlimited supply of that, and yet we have almost mm -hmm. an unlimited supply of opponents. Yes. Oh, yeah. You you can loot an arbitrary amount of ammunition for personal purposes. And uh I'm gonna say Alex, roll one D six. You got it, boss man. <laughs> oh four. Uh okay, let let's say that arbitrarily you're gonna loot the bodies and you're gonna be able to flip a hundred eddies out of this stuff. A lot of it's crap, a lot of it's damaged. It's gonna be tough for you to find buyers, you know, for some of it because it's not like guns are rare on the streets of Night City. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, Ian, double whatever you're paying them. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'll, I'll give you 100 eddies just for, for scavenge. All right. Plus sweet. any named loot. Do I, all right, do I take that in the inventory? We got to go and sell it. We're not going to. Not, it's something yeah. that it's by the time you the next time that you have any downtime you're going to sell it so just do it now we Got won't it. worry about the book bookkeeping sweet all right so uh what are the rest of you doing we've got royal trust up over the top we've got monarch picking through the loot anything else um i don't really think so i mean it's i think it would be wise to get in touch with double or nothing to be like do you have any like any idea what the hell happened? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even though we know why the clowns attacked, I think it's best to feign ignorance and be like, "God, it's so weird. The bozo is attacking us, and Royal was trying to like blame us. Like, oh, that's so strange." Actually, I mean, 
out of character here for a moment, we really don't know why the bozos did attack because they weren't attacking us. They were attacking Royal. Like all no, of the voices called... over the speakers and stuff were about Royal. Out of character, no, they did call me out too. Oh, did they? Uh -huh. Yeah, they, okay. I got on the phone to one of them, called him a prick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I forgot about that. So they called me out. They first called out Royal, then they then uh, they started to call me out. Uh, they started to call Monarch out, and then um, Bren uh, insulted them on the phone. <laughs> so that that was we could do, we could yeah, make our next mission. If we've got nothing on, we could try and eradicate the bozos. <laughs> if we've got nothing on, yeah. I mean, yeah. if we're bored. If we're bored, we you could know, like try that and that's there with frozen bunkers and the robots yeah. saying, let me in. And, oh, you know. yeah. Is it, let's, let's get back to the bunker and try and see if we got any, any hits on like the reverse image search or stuff like that. Sweet. Everyone good to go back to the bunker? Yeah. Yeah, Natalie's just been standing outside by the car with a few <laughs> passers by like, hey. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> just like waiting for you guys with like a body over the roof. Like... <laughs> People drive by, beep, beep, beep. Thumbs up. <laughs> All right, back to the map of Night City. You are here. Right here. Ooh. Actually, you're, you're more like right here because that's where Toten Towns is. Mm. Your bunker is here. How do you want to get there? <clears throat> well, Natalie's going to drive. But take the side streets where hopefully nobody notices uh, the lumpy installation on my roof. Um, right. would people yeah, what leave sort us alone? What route do you want to use? If we if we drove straight through the combat zone, would people leave us alone with the Red Chrome Legion on our bikes? I feel like they uh, might. It depends entirely on who you run into. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think the safer route: take the side streets. We'll be all right. Worst comes to worst. We'll loop around. When this, when this douche finally decides he wants to get out of his drug-addled state, we'll paint these bikes and, uh, you know. Oh, I'm, I'm, not, oh yeah. I'm not letting anybody drive me home. I'm, I'm continuing to drive myself home in my drug-addled state. You are an idiot. Why would you I say that? I'm not, I'm not clumsy. I'm afraid. So I'm just going to be a better driver. I'm going to be more cautious. <laughs> go down the road exactly. we'll follow you you go ahead <laughs> go like a grandma at 20 miles an hour like <laughs> <laughs> you got uh, an escort of two bikes and a car driving very slowly on your back tire yeah and i'm i'm taking the safest route out of here i'm i'm panicking for my life joe i'm leaving here as fast as possible but okay. as safely as possible is everyone fall? Are you convoying up, or are people taking separate paths? Uh, I'm actually because I'm in a motorcycle. I think I'm just gonna hop into the main road and just and just go uh to the That's bunker. That's my route. Can you guys radio back if it's clear? And then uh, sure. Are you really gonna leave me with teeter totter on the motorcycle? No, are we are we not going all together. Yeah. yeah, I'm just going to keep a distance from you guys so it doesn't make it seem like we're a convoy, okay? Mm. Why not? What's strength in numbers? No, because it, it, I, just trust me, all right? I know what I'm talking about. I've shot many people in the face today. Just just please believe me. You know, just it's the people, that, the people that shout the loudest about how much they know that often know the least. 
And I think it applies with, I know what I'm talking about. If you keep having to tell people you know what you're talking about, do you really know what you're talking about? At some point, I would like to think that I have a grasp of the situation at hand, given that I've lived this multiple times, Jarek. So please, could you so just- So I. Oh, dear Lord, have mercy. All right. Just, just go. I'll, I'll, I'll be, I'll be close behind you guys, but I'm not trying to make it seem like we're a convoy. Trust me. Okay. Let's just do it. All right. I trust so you, you guys are gonna head to this road and then head out along the upper marina. Yeah. Up and around. All right. Uh, right about here. All your cars just. <laughs> Oh, they fuck. start to flare out. They start to make some bad, bad noises. What? Fuel. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so concerned. I'm like listening to the dash and I'm like petting it. And I'm like, shh. <laughs> Roll another land vehicles tech check, Natalie. I knew you were going to do something once you were asking us how we were going to get home. I did nothing. I, knew I it was am us. an impartial observer. It was us. So there's something you're not out of fuel. There's something wrong with the fuel and there's something wrong with the engine. And the car or in all of our vehicles, every single vehicle, the entire convoy. I want to mess with the, uh, you, mess with the yeah, when you say wrong with the engine, you're not getting the sense. This is going to spontaneously combust. Uh, you're not positive. Can I do a uh, demolitions check to see if there's any, uh, any explosives or anything attached to our cars? Yeah, roll roll demolitions. 20. Cool. Yes. You notice tucked in actually <laughs> inside the fuel tank, small packets of explosives have been deposited uh, into your car. Avalonia. Chemical like they've got outer shells that are dissol that dissolve in chew 2 that have been slowly eating away. Son of a Gun. All right. Okay. Well, let's dump the vehicles off. We gotta huff it. Maybe we could jack I, a car I'm, on the way or a van. I'm taking Royal's body. I I am not leaving my bike behind. It is my baby. Um, it I am gonna try. Explosives in the fuel. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and disable the. I'm gonna try and uh, decouple the fuel tank and leave it behind, and then wheel my motorcycle back to the place. <laughs> okay. Roll a basic tech check to just hack it apart. <laughs> 16. Ooh. Not bad. Yeah, you succeed. You don't even get Chew 2 all over your hands. That's well done. Huh, all the fuel is grown from... It's all ethanol at this point. Wow, okay. drugged out. That's, I'd that's like to... Impressive. I mean, I'm also... I'm in a, a state of panic at the moment. I'd also like to scan the whole of the rest of the bike for anything else that looks off. Okay. Uh, roll a perception check, or and or a conceal reveal objects, whichever is higher. <laughs> conceal oh. reveal is actually lower. <laughs> All right. Well then, you uh, it, you're not sure. There might be a whole spider's nest living inside there. Like you're just oh. completely paranoid. You are picking over every single bit and piece of it. Utterly with, useless. Just oh. totally hyper focused. Oh. Uh, what are the rest of you doing? um that's a good idea i'm gonna also do that presumably we're on like um a, a, a highway yeah where are we right system? now you are wait no you were so we are on the main highway like going toward upper marina currently yeah that's when it started sputtering and giving you problems 
and it's a and it's a flat out highway so it, it's not like one of those freeway roads it's you know, like we're elevated yeah uh but the roads around here are a little bit tricky i mean it's not like uh night city 2077 where everything is nice and fixed up right yeah you're in the upper um marina which is a bustling urban district you got a mix of old industrial zones and uh gentrified international style neighborhoods so you could do a lot worse in terms of where you broke down all right are there yeah. any are there any idle vehicles nearby no they probably would have already been stolen yeah what we fun. what we should do is i mean monarch how how confident are you that you could disable the explosives while not messing up the fuel I mean, I could give it a try, but I can't really guarantee that I'm gonna nail it. You know, to, I mean, just to, because I, I, I'm, I'm good at a lot of things, but you know, I kind of did take basic level uh, demolitions. You know, at the at, at these, the old solo yeah. school. You know what I'm saying? Are these are these explosives the ones that blow up on contact with air? Uh, that much you're not sure. He's familiar with the explosive coating. It could be that they blow up on contact with air, but they're submerged in your fuel tank. Mm -hmm. Where it wouldn't have air exposure until it got to like that point in the cycle, right? Yeah. So it's more likely that they're going to blow up upon contact with ethanol. Can I do a local expert check to just see over the highway, like what's around us? Uh, just to kind of yeah. like maybe get a, maybe there's a gas station close by or something like that. Absolutely. All right. Local expert. And not okay. Now, while you're doing this, Natalie, what are you doing? So Natalie's gonna pull the car over, kind of the side of the road as it sputters out, and she's gonna do that that thing that you always see on the side of the road, where she like looks for like some white piece of fabric, and realizes she's just gonna rip a piece of Royal's shirt off and stuff it in the window. Be like, I, mostly I guess white. mostly I've seen white. People do this before, yeah, mostly a little red. Um, mm. do my Corporate allegiances afford me any sort of shuttle services? At this rank, at your current rank, no. But that is definitely an incentive to upgrade your, uh, your teamwork level. Natalie thinks on this. Mm -hmm. Doesn't really contribute much. All right. Oh, uh, is it? Did, did uh, was there a proof of case of getting the stuff out of the tank successfully? One, one person has done that. One person has done that. I would like and to learn is... everything I could about that process and try and do that as well. Uh, you can do basic tech or you can do drive land vehicles. What actually what what Jim did was he literally removed a uh, he removed the whole gas tank. He just decoupled the whole thing. Yeah, he, he didn't yeah. actually solve the problem. Oh, I mean, I did solve the problem because I'm just going to replace the fuel tank later on. But no, I, yeah, yeah. But what I mean is, like, you're still, we're still stuck. You still have to wheel. Oh, I can't drive. No. Yeah, we solved the blowing up problem, which we are very. Although far. actually, the explosive is still going to go off. It's just not going to go off near you. Oh yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to throw it off the freeway as well. Okay. <laughs> I before I okay, I am going to do the same, but presumably the explosives were small enough such that they fit them in so that I should be able to decouple it and pour it out as opposed to just chucking the whole fuel tank. Yeah, roll roll basic tech to try to pull that off. Okay. Natalie, if you want to do the same, I will take basic tech or I will take uh, land vehicle tech, whichever is higher. Nice. 
no, that works, Jarex. You were able. You had to dump like all your fuel out, basically. Yeah. Uh, but you can reconnect it afterwards. The okay. smell of ethanol just reeks in the air. Gonna do what you gotta do. Oh no! No 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 no! no, no, no. That is unfortunate. It's a good thing oh. I took the okay. body off. <laughs> So, as you go to detach it, uh, a couple Jonah's of things... Jonah's out of the car. Sorry. All right. Jonah's, Jonah's out of the car. Does, is Jonah good at this sort of stuff? You should have access to his character sheet. Let me see. Uh, I have an idea, if you if you would allow it, Game Master. Well, first off, let me narrate the results of, of this roll. Okay. The fuel line has cracked. Chu 2 is pouring out, leaking all over Natalie's hands and on her sleeves. And it is very likely that if this continues at this rate, it is going to accelerate the rate at which the little explosive capsule does in fact explode. Hmm. <laughs> you have you have an immediate problem on your hands. Uh, Monarch, is this something that you were going to deal with on your turn or does anyone else have an idea? I had an idea of using my demolitions to remove, but she cracked the tank, right? Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. I don't know if my demolitions will allow me to repair it. Uh, demolitions won't help you repair the fuel tank. Correct. Um, so, yeah, we're kind of in a bind here. At that moment... We're just going to have to dump it. You see flashing blue and red lights. Wonderful. A patrol car, an NCPD patrol car, rolls up and turns on its floodlights, aiming them at the group of you on the side of the highway, uh, throwing things over the edge, covered in stuff, tearing apart your vehicles. Oh my god, thank god you're here! Please, please, come here, I need help! My tank is cracked, and it's just, it's leaking. We're having car trouble, officer. License, registration, and ID papers? Absolutely, I have all of these in my ID packet, readily accessible. Okay. Sir? They look over at the Monarch. Do you have authorization for that heavy weaponry you're carrying? Is that a rocket launcher? <laughs> uh, Natalie, you spoke first. You, uh, I'm going to give you the opportunity to use a skill here to at least change the tone. Uh, your car is still about to explode, by the way. Yeah, can I get them to come over near it while I get away from it? <laughs> wow, oh you God. are a psycho. Oh my God. Is that me directly killing them then? What do you want from me? You are a you told psycho. Me to stop murder. <laughs> um. Oh boy, oh boy. All right, let's let's go through one at a time with how everybody's dealing with this situation. I baited Alex by telling him I was going to let him go and then rolling up on you guys. So, I'm going to let Alex go first and then uh next up we're going to have Rachel because you Waved them down. You're pulling the corpo thing. Then we're gonna check in with Cyber Ninja, MedTech, Netrunner, and Drugged Man. So, Monarch, what are you doing? Uh, well, first things first. I do want to uh, clear with you though. Uh, I would imagine that I am licensed uh, for the weaponry, like not for the rocket launcher, but for for the mm -hmm. other stuff. I would imagine I am because. I, I I do work in 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 the space, no? I, I'm willing to accept that. Yeah. 
I had, I had figured as much because it's like, how else am I supposed to do the job that I'm hired to do? You mm -hmm. know, obviously it's not always clean, but sometimes it is, right? Sometimes yeah. it's on the books protection. Uh, well, I think I think that's reasonable. Yeah. As for the rocket launcher, though, well, I then uh, take a look at the cops and uh, just say, "Hey." Don't don't worry about it. It's a it's a project that I got that I'm actually working on for my dad. I it's fine. <laughs> don't worry about it. It doesn't even work. Look how crappy it looks. And I hold it up. It, it is a really crappy because it's like dusted and old and stuff. Mm -hmm. it, it just it just doesn't work. But if you want one, I, I could. Put down the rocket launcher. All right, all right. I get it. I get it. You see a you see a brown guy holding a rocket launcher. <laughs> totally get it. All right. So I'm gonna put this rocket launcher down right over here. But everything else is licensed. I'm clear. I'm good. Y'all better calm down and stop pointing those guns at me or else we're going to have a hate crime on our hands. So you better relax. Okay? <laughs> uh, give me one. I'm always going to let your role play and at least some parts stand for itself. Uh, but in, in addition to that, give me a... I'm going to say conversation or persuasion. Let's do persuasion. You're a lot cooler than you are empathic. Yeah, definitely. After things I've seen. All right, here we go. Persuasion roll. 16. Nice. All right. Uh when when you they were ready to frag all of you when you hoisted that tube, rocket or no. Um and one of them is still got his gun. There's two of them by the way. One of them is still like trained on you. The other one's moving forward to check things out. As he does so, Natalie, we're going to let you take the center stage. Oh. Uh, don't don't worry officers it's completely empty it does not work and believe me if it did he couldn't hit you with it anyway i'm so 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 glad you're here oh my goodness we were so frightened we just broke down and oh, thank goodness uh please can you help us one good two uh that is going to be persuasion Not you, Jonah. You, Natalie. Oh, it's a cool stat. Let me... Do I add? Ah, nah, we'll just go with it. All right. All right, uh, Jerax, how are you handling this situation as the bomb continues to erode in Natalie's fuel tank? Uh, well, Natalie said she's trying to bait the police officer towards her, right? Mm-hmm. A little bit beforehand, I got royal's body off it's like in tarp by the side of the road at the moment mm -hmm. um i am wheeling up my bike such that it's blocking the line of sight so they can't really it's, it's pretty dark right mm -hmm. i don't want them to really be able to see but i'm also just not getting involved whatsoever because the the entire local law enforcement is hunting me because uh i've got a vendetta or like there's some sort of weird i don't know why the police force hates me um, but they do. Mm -hmm. That's true. The, the entire uh, it has something to do with a disagreement with the police chief. Yeah, yeah. So I am, I am not good. As soon as I see the law enforcement, I'm going into full acting mode. I'm just trying to disguise myself. I don't want them to recognize me. Okay, um, roll an acting check. <laughs> I was tempted <laughs> before this episode oh to spend my XP in acting, and I wish I did. But I mean, it's just <laughs> until uh, you roll that until you roll the dice, yeah. it's not too late. 
Uh, I'm not gonna spend my XP on acting. I'm just gonna roll it. Come on, that's not bad. Okay, and all you're trying to do is act inconspicuous. You're not trying yeah, to, I'm you know, chew on the to... scenery or anything like that. He's not doing yeah. Shakespeare. Exactly. Not doing Shakespeare. I'm just act cool, act cool. All right, and Jim, how are you handling this? Aside from poorly. usually, usually I would be the guy to step to the front of the pack and negotiate and actually just bribe the police officers away. Classic, do it all the time. But I am paranoid, and I am convinced that there's an infestation of ants inside of my my bike. So as soon as I see the police officers, I don't want to talk to them at all because I'm not my usual cool self. So instead. I'm immediately gonna uh, take a. Do they have any? Um, can I tell what patrol? Hello, I've got just a paint diagram in front of my face. <laughs> uh, uh, can I tell kind of what patrol they're under? Like, are, are there any identifying marks of these police officers? Because my plan is, I'm gonna call somebody as high up the chain in the police that I know of, and I'm gonna call mm -hmm. these guys off. Like, they 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 are they are gonna get gone. I'm gonna pay for them to be removed. This is this is extremely dangerous right now i'm paranoid i cannot interact mm -hmm. with these human beings whatsoever i'm i'm calling in a favor okay roll an operator check don't let me down now baby <laughs> all right 15 all right and for remember this is one of those skills that doesn't have an associated uh stat with it which means that the, the difficulty values are always pretty low Okay. You what are you're definitely going to be able to get in touch with somebody. What does a 15 in operator give me? You recognize immediately what patrol they're with. They're with the uh, Marina. Again, it's one of these developing upscale. It, it's slowly becoming more of an upscale district mm. overall. And you have the mayor's number, right? That, I that do, over... I remember now. Yeah, you, you because of the way we made your character before we knew what we were doing, you have a busted amount of, of clout. So <laughs> you happen to know that these guys, they're, one of their main jobs is to make the bougie people in this neighborhood feel safe by sternly mm. yelling at people. And also they're actually fairly close to the old bank block, which is a, a red zone. So like they are ready to frag people if they have to, but you've got their patrol officer you know where the sergeant is you can immediately give him a call okay. and go ahead and make a bribery check all right well actually i don't want to bribe well i'm not yeah i do want to bribe them but the the purpose that i want to do here when i talk to their sergeant is mm -hmm. that i want to feed him information that a um a group of a, a group of bodyguards for an incredibly bougie client has just broken down on the freeway and needs mm. assistance getting back to their getting back to their residence um mm. and so i'm trying to without even without the sergeant even knowing what they're doing i'm trying to redirect them to uh to help us rather than hinder us okay you're not saying call your guys off you're saying be advised this stuff is happening yeah uh, also yeah be advised these guys have uh, broken down on the side of the road the client is feeling horrific they're they're uh they're screaming at the marie mariner police force at the moment so, saying all kinds of nasty things actually i did i did notice that she was saying she was going to retract some donations that she was planning to 
to give to the the Mariner police funds for for next year. That would be that would be rough if that happened. It might be in your best interest to go and help these people out. And what is the cover like? What is what information are you giving about said client? It doesn't have to be super specific, but what are you implying about the type of bouginess? Um, it is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> God, what am I implying about the type of bouginess? It is. Um, uh, it is a, a high up, a, a high up corpo man with uh, what does Jonah look like? <laughs> well, he's missing an, he's an eye. An he's eye got immense shoulders. Yeah, he's uh, is yeah. It's a uh, a high up corpo man with an eye patch who's who's got a ragtag group of group of people with him. He's he's extremely wealthy but likes to keep to himself. Okay, roll a bribery check. Bribery doesn't always mean forking over money, though I think in this case, uh, for 200 eddies, this whole thing is going to go away. Oh, and that's a drop in the bucket. Aid will be rendered. No, no problemo. Are you communicating any of this? To the rest of the group? Mm-hmm. Uh, not even slightly. <laughs> Okay. Not even slightly. All right. <laughs> Perfect. When when they explode, I'm just I love today. All right. Back to the monarch. Uh, they they are going to come over. They want to inspect your paperwork that you've got digital, probably. But they they want it. Um, no sudden movements. They're coming forward. One of them is approaching. Uh, he's also going to be moving, sort of trying to split his attention between you and between Natalie, because the other person is still attempting to give him cover. So this guy's moving forward. He's going to check everything out. How much firepower are you carrying right now? Oh, you know, an appropriate amount to protect some people. As I'm sure you know. Does he know? Roll a reputation check. Wait a minute. I've, I've seen you around. Yeah. The Monarch. Now look, you're on a tight ship around here, right? We don't need any vigilante nonsense. I, I get that you've got a certain set of skills and all that, uh, but that's not going to be necessary. So yeah, let's not have any trouble. Just move along, go about your business, and well, don't tell me what it is. Well, what, what's your name, Trooper? What's your name? Uh... <laughs> Jensen. <laughs> Jensen. Man, Jensen, what a name, by the way. Might I say, wonderful name. Look, we're good. As you can see, our vehicles, they got sidelined here for some reason, trying to figure out what it is. Maybe you could help us out. I don't know. But look, we want no trouble whatsoever. I'm just trying to get to where we need to go, which is far away from here. And we're fine. Trust me. Uh... Alex, did you get the bomb out of your car yet? I forget. <laughs> no, you haven't given me an opportunity to attempt. I, I have given you the opportunity to do whatever you like with your time, sir. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I ran a the local situation. check, and then from there, I was going to run a demolitions check, 
and then the cop showed up. So I have not had ample time to be able to execute my you, full You've plan. had the time. You simply chosen to spend it on dealing with a different element that I that is impartially present in this scene. You're the one that, I mean, you're the one. Oh, dear Lord, heaven have mercy on me. I can't <laughs> believe this right now. <sighs> All right. You don't know how long it's going to take for those things to explode. I don't. Trying to think about whether or not we inform the police, but they. But how far did we get with this gym thing? You have no idea. Oh, I don't know. I haven't told anybody about it. Yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about. Have they been radioed I mean, in yet? I just went straight back to working on my uh, on my car. You have you haven't heard their radios go off yet. All right. Gonna inform the officer that part of the reason why our vehicles have been sidelined on the road is because I suspect that there might be something in there that needs to be removed, and I will inform the officer to step away just in case because I do not have all the information. That's what I've been trying to figure out. They rolled up on us, and that's what I'm trying to to, to deduce here. I'm trying to say I'm trying to help them save their lives. Obviously, they don't know that I'm Classic trying to save moment. their lives, but I'm trying to just tell them like, hey, you know, we got to figure this out. Sir, this vehicle is going to be subject to search. I'm going to need you to step away from the vehicle. All right. I'm just letting you know right now that I am probably the only one here on this highway right now that could solve whatever is going on inside of that vehicle. I highly advise you, in my professional opinion, Officer Jensen, to not step near the vehicle. Let me check it first. Or if you want to overlook me, you can totally do that. I just need to check and see if we can take care of the problem that's in the vehicle. If you catch my drift sir are you threatening me no not threatening you <laughs> okay what just Is that just, a threat? just because i look this way doesn't mean i'm always trying to threaten you officer all right jensen man to man let's level this out right now <laughs> obviously you're trying to protect this area and i want to protect it as well i want no ill will and nothing har no harm on anyone here at all whatsoever that includes the people that i'm with right now and the people that are on the highway currently you can check my vehicle, officer, and Natalie and Jonah are just slowly... Son of a... <laughs> right. away. Please. Our hands are up. I'm just trying to tell you. Jensen, trust me. I am not trying to pull anything here. Why would I even do that? You know who I am. You know what I'm capable of. If I wanted everyone dead here, I would have killed everyone. That's not what I'm trying to do. Please trust me. When you say, if I wanted everyone dead here, I would have killed everyone. You see like a twitch of just the jerk to go for his gun across his face. He knows but he doesn't, what I'm capable of. He doesn't act on it. He does not act on it. Exactly. Meanwhile, in your fuel tank, that little capsule just keeps on hissing away. Um, you, you think you might be getting somewhere with him, though. Unfortunately, you're not getting him anywhere away from your vehicle. Uh, Natalie. You were exiting the vehicle with Jonah, uh, sort of stepping away from it and saying, you can go ahead and investigate this vehicle. That's totally fine, right? 
Yeah, we're, we're actually outside the vehicle. I already cracked the fuel tank trying to do stuff, so I that's have right, uh, right. ethanol all over myself. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of one of those, like, I have one brain cell and Jonah has one brain cell, but, like, together we got a little friction going. So, like, I'm like, oh, no, I'm kind of covered in fuel, but I'm going to fix this. And Jonah's like, fuel is explosive. You should move, Miss <laughs> Smith. And so we're going to, we're gonna you know, together figured out that we shouldn't be near the vehicle. Mm-hmm. But that's when the plan came with the cops. So as we're pulling away, we're like, officer, you can search my vehicle if you'd like. There's nothing wrong with anything, um, but it would be a great help. And I mean, if you want to search somebody, <laughs> kind of like the people like that are way too helpful to the cops. They're like, mm-hmm. hi, uh, I'm rep- I- I'd like to report a crime. <laughs> <laughs> got a Kilo Alpha Romeo Echo November. All right. So... <laughs> As you do that, Jerax, are you just continuing to remain uh, unobtrusive? Are you doing anything else? And you you I already am... got, you dumped the bomb out. Who, oh, yeah. who dropped their fuel tank over the side of the road, by the way? I did. Okay. All right. We'll get back to that. Jerax, you, you successfully if... extracted it. Yeah, I wanted to check. Well, before, like, I, before I dumped it, I wanted to check. Okay, am I dumping this on someone's home on the other side of the, the highway? Um, oh, I didn't check that. Uh, well, <laughs> it's not a very nice home, but somebody probably lives there. I'm There's definitely to... a way you can dump it without dumping it on somebody's home. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm. I, I would have tried to have done that. I don't want to. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want to kick somebody while they're down. Um, I'm also looking for an exit yeah. strategy. Um, I'm. I'm trying to think and recall of any. Um, any auto repair shops nearby in the area mm-hmm. um and also seeing hmm could i jump off this highway off the edge of this and get away from the police uh you didn't spring for the cyber legs yet which would i didn't yeah. simplify things so i'm hoping there's like a slightly higher building and then a lower building i can just mm. jump yeah no I, I i also do that in cyberpunk 2077 yeah, yeah. Uh, Give me a local expert check to see if you know about a vehicle repair st- uh, shop in the mm-hmm. vicinity. 12. Okay. Yeah, you could probably find one around here. It's not your usual haunt, but yeah, you can make it work. Uh, and it would be... There's one pretty tough drop. You think you could nail you think you could pull it off to like a taller building and then you can definitely work your way down from there but there'd be an athletics check involved and if you botched it you'd break your legs gotcha okay um is it is it nighttime it is it's wee hours huh 2 a.m 3 a.m yeah they've got a big old floodlight on the car that's well, I'm not, blasted I'm not out across car. I'm like, a lot of you. I'm, I, I, wherever my tarp or wherever the, the body of Royal is, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm there with my bike next to it, off to the side. I'm trying to be out of the way. Right. Uh, you, know? you are caught in the floodlight, but if their attention is divided, then there's definitely a chance of you stealthing away. But it would be a stealth check. No, no, the body's not on the car. <laughs> the body's not on the car. I took the body off. <laughs> Yeah, I yep. put it to the Body's side. Bodies on of the a road. tarp on the side of the road. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I think running away would be bad because then they would just be suspicious. And um, 
I mean, I'm just concerned because this fucking monarch blows at negotiations. Like he's just—he's just not—he's just not, not defusing the situation. Literally, he's you not don't know what I'm doing. I, I, I clearly I am. Your, he your hasn't killed. It. He hasn't shot up. us, or I haven't killed him yet. Yeah, I, but I'm trying to think of. A, I don't want to interact with the police, but I also need to get close to his bike so I can actually do the same process of what I've already done to my bike to his bike, and get it started. Um. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is he next? Is the officer next to the bike? Yeah. Although he's he's uh, he's next to the bike. He's sort of working his way towards uh, Natalie's smart car. Okay. When he starts to work his way over to Natalie's smart car, I'm gonna start a. I'm gonna like put my hands in my pockets and just kind of go do 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 do, just kind of like nonchalant, like <laughs> roll sure. up to Monarch's bike and start beginning the exact same procedure that I did on my bike on his. All right. Uh, how do you feel like that would work out in real life? Well, I assume that, like, the situation is we've been stopped, you know, on the side of the roads. They've already accounted mm -hmm. for the amount of people that are in the situation. And I'm just going up to Monarch being like, oh, is everything all right? You know, it's, uh, mm, okay, okay. All right? I, I, I see and then I'm actually going to immediately get to work on the okay. bike. Um, Roll a stealth check. Nonchalant. Ooh. Ooh, critical success. Ooh. Okay. You are the least chalant. In the entire city, <laughs> yeah. You now I gotta easily get to work. sidle up and roll a basic tech check to see if you can. It's going to be harder because you're trying to, you know, not be too chalant about this. But yeah, I was going to make an argument that it would be slightly easier because I've already done it once. I know that's how fair. It works. That's fair. You know. Um. Mm -hmm. Here's the roll, basic tech. Let's go, baby. Sixteen, not bad. 16, one higher than last time. So as they're having this conversation, you just sort of, you loosen a, an O-valve and hunk yeah. off a thing. Pop jiggle, it off. Jiggle, slosh, slosh. What's up? Yeah, yeah, I just pop it off and I'm going to zip back over to the side of the highway and dump it off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Two of the bombs are now over on the side. One of the bombs is still in Natalie's car. Is that, yeah, there's, there's, there should be four, right? Yeah, Jim, Jim chucked his uh, fuel tank over the edge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Monarch's bike is still about to... Ex no, because you just chucked that one. So you've chucked two. So the only one left is Natalie's car, which the fuel line broke and it spilled choo-choo all over the place. So you do not know how long that vehicle has. Wait, so mine doesn't have uh, the bomb in it anymore? Yeah, Jerax just snuck up alongside you and just quietly palmed that thing and yeeted it over the side. Wonderful. <laughs> And all without being detected, because he's a cyber ninja surgeon <laughs> runner. <laughs> all right, Jim, it's your turn. On your turn, you hear the um, the radios go off for the officers. Patrol mm. three five one, come in, come in. We have confirmed reports of a Victor Indigo Papa operating in your area. This is a dono wall situation. Repeat, this is a dono wall. Confirm. <laughs> Always with the dono wall. <laughs> what is the what is the reaction of the police officers? Uh, they look around and they 
tap something. They've got a little smart thing up on their eyes. They scan. They look over the lot of you. They look at Jonah, and their demeanor completely changes. Okay. Sir, sir, are you all right? You appear to be injured. Is everything okay? Is there any way that we can render assistance to you or your entourage? They sort of point vaguely at the rest of you guys. I'm going to pipe up from the back here because now I realize that uh, that things are happening as intended. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, Please don't talk to Mr. Peterson directly. Any questions for Mr. Peterson can be addressed to me. And I'm going to go back to working on my bike. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Let's see how good Jonah is at dealing in situations like this. Let's see how suave Jonah is. <laughs> Human perception, two. <laughs> my guy. Empathy, three. Oh, God. <laughs> Robot. <laughs> he is very cool. It's your boy Jonah. Alright, so Jonah's gonna kind of uh he furls his brow for a moment, looks back and forth, uh, looks up at Natalie. Recognition dawns across his face, and he gives you a Oh, oh no as if oh, oh, looking no. for permission. Wait, give me that face again. <laughs> oh, give him one of these. Like <laughs> <laughs> the smallest little thumbs up, very subtle. Thank you, James. What is that? What Jonah says to me? Yes. Mm. <laughs> no, no problem, Mr. Peterson. I'm sure we'll have this uh, situation sorted as as quickly as possible. Um. Uh, what patrol unit were they from again? Just the Marina Patrol. Uh, three Patrol three five one for the mar- local Marina mm. division precinct. Uh, uh, you, you lot, uh, Patrol three five one, is it? I yes, I, I believe. Um, I believe I know your sergeant. Actually, we um, we are in a bit of a pickle here. Would you mind giving us a hand? I know that I know you've been uh, scared somewhat by the the uh, replica RPG, but really now is the time to be giving us uh, some assistance. As he's saying this, Natalie, the bottom of your fuel line starts to hiss and emit smoke. (laughs) There's there's a a heavy solid object lumped in there and it's starting to I I just go, the car, the car, the car, the car, the car, and I'm like pushing uh Jonah uh, away Mm -hmm. from the vehicle kind of and towards Jim. Jim seems to have a grasp of what's going on in this situation. Okay. All right. What are the rest of you doing? The police look to you. They look to you. They look to the car as you're just saying, the car, the car, the car, and you're pushing them away from the car. Monarch, what do you do? Oh, man. I don't want a bunch of cops to get hurt. Um, Bootlicker. (laughs) No. I just, it's not their fault. It's whoever did this. Uh, Damn, that hit hard. That hit close to uh, can I through a uh, quick demolition check? Can I tell how long we have until this thing's going to explode? Yeah, you you hear that signature sound. You're running it through your internal database of uh, chew two soluble explosive catalyst capsule layers. Give me a check to see if you know how long you have. Eleven. Damn it. Okay. Uh, you you don't have more than ten seconds. 
Where are the officers? Directly next to the vehicle. One of them Where is directly next to the vehicle. The other is several meters away with the patrol car. Okay. I am going to charge at the officer and yell, get down, and mm -hmm. uh, try and tackle the officer and bring him down uh, like further away than, like, because everyone I'm assuming is around the perimeter and I'm like right there. So mm -hmm. I'm just going to try and save the officer's life. Okay, roll for initiative, just you. 14. Okay. Uh, you managed to knock him down before he instinctually goes for his gun. Natalie and Jonah sort of hobble away from the Vic. Jerax, what do you do? I'm fucking out of here. I'm going the opposite <laughs> direction of all this. Okay. You're running down a freeway. With, with both of the empty fuel canisters in my hand, yes. Oh, wait, how far away is my bike and the body from this? Oh, the caravan, I imagine you guys stopped. Like, when you stop on the side of the road, you usually leave at least a full car length between each vehicle, and you guys have four vehicles. Uh, and you implied that you were on the opposite end of this whole thing, so you've got to be 30 feet, 40 okay. feet, you know, I'm so that's like okay, 10, gonna... 15 meters. I'm good, then. I, I, yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. I'm, yeah, I'm going to get into the uh, into the position of Oh, fuck, there's a bomb. Which is just cowering against the side of the road. All right. Jim, anything for you? Um, I'm going to wheel my bike away from the other bike. I don't want to get caught in this blast radius whatsoever. Okay. And I'm going to kind of... Kind of... Um, I'm going I'm to act like a total bougie prick, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to whistle at the cops to follow me. Okay. I'm going to whistle uh, and go, hey, boys. <laughs> what? Just after, just the, the incongruity of, like, uh, uh, he just got get down Mr. Presidented. And you're like, come along, chaps. <laughs> All right. You knock him out of the way. Everybody gets down. The hissing intensifies. And then it goes off. It is not an ex a huge explosive. It's some kind of thermite. An incredibly hot fire just erupts underneath the car. It catches the puddle of Chew 2 that was out there. The whole thing just goes up in smoke immediately. White hot sparks emerge from the undercarriage as the whole thing just bursts into flames. The frame of the car melts. A puddle of fire leaks out all around it. The smell is awful. Burning metal and chemicals and rubber and everyone press F to pay respects as Natalie's car just melts. Oh no. Uh, a choked sob escapes her lips. And even though she's trying her darndest to pretend that she's protecting Jonah, Jonah mm -hmm. knows he must break character a bit and console her. Pat, pat. <laughs> oh, your Fs also console me, thank you. Holy shit! <laughs> what does everyone do? <sighs> I, I double check my bike to make sure that that the same thing isn't going to happen to mine. You are getting, in fact, you are all getting short range Bluetooth pair requests right now. From who? Leto. Hmm. Leto. That's the clown. That's the clown. 
Oh, that's the that? douchebag oh. that attacked us. Yeah, Leto, because yeah. The, that's the um, it's like a Greek name. Oh my God! Dude, How would we know that? Or who would? Because I that? spoke it's... to him. Only mm. Monarch and Jarex would know that. Yeah. Would the police be also getting this? Yes. Okay. Is there any? Is there any reaction from the cops' life that I just saved? Yeah. At first, he was like pushing back against you until the explosion goes off. And, you know, then he, he looks up, oh my god! Is everyone alright? <laughs> well, we're good. I'm, I, uh, I did my job here. I, I'm going to decline the request as well. I don't know who the hell Lito okay. is. It's probably just some random What in are a they car trying nearby. to send me? It's an airdrop, basically. Do you want to accept the file? But what is it's the a file media type? file. Oh, a media file? Mm -hmm. Yeah, go on then. Natalie's seen things like this before. Yeah. She declines as well. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> this picture. <laughs> oh, our production values scale ever higher. Thank you, production. Through the roof. What is this image, it's, then? It is a poorly animated 3D what future GIF of a jack-in-the-box. Is there a, a response to this? I mean, you can, but it's a close range, like airdrop of some kind. That means it might be nearby. Just send him back a dick pic. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm not gonna do that, but I am gonna search for an access point nearby. Okay. Uh, roll an interface check. Ah, oh, is this the is this the time I upgrade my interface? Do I spend my XP? Do Your interface it? is shockingly low, considering you're the only yeah. netrunner in the party. Yeah, I think I I think I upgrade my interface. It would cost 180 XP to get from two to three. Let's I'd go. Do it. You could be a relevant netrunner. Okay, now. I'm I'm increasing my interface. Increasing my interface. Ice. Level two. Level three. Ooh, damn. God, it All actually right. may have made a difference. There's no local net architecture, but you are detecting local short... You're actually detecting three short-range local transmitters on each of your vehicles. Oh, it's on our vehicles. Mm-hmm. Mm Gotcha. Okay. Um, I would write a text message to everybody saying, just ran a perimeter scan. Uh, there's no one nearby. The, the message was sent from our vehicles. It's automated. As soon as I get Natalie that, I'm searching back. my vehicle again. Your vehicles! And 18 crying emojis. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, the officers, they like immediately check the perimeter. They're running around. They're looking for anything. Uh, sir, sir, they, they run, rush past and ignore everyone. Sir, are you okay? They're asking Jonah. <laughs> I think you have to check with that. No, dude, this is life or death, you idiot. Sir, are you all right? Jonah waves them off. And looks to the rest of the party for like, what should I do with these guys? 
Um, so yeah, I mean, God, I don't want to be around the cops, but I kind of don't want to be on the side of the highway either. But can I can I kind search of just my... standing over Jim, just like waiting for him to decide? <laughs> yeah, can I, anyone can who wants to search. search my... the... Yeah, I want to search for wants the to do that, there. do that now. Do a perception or conceal reveal object, whichever is higher. Let's do a perception check. Oh my god. I know Jim, everything. You find two transmitters. Mm. One is a short range, and it's keyed to go off of the when the bomb activates, it's keyed to send that dumb message. Right. The other one, much more cleverly hidden is a GPS tracker. Right. Um, I'm going to convey that to the rest of the party because I assume that the same are on everybody else's. Mm. I'm going to remove Monarch, those as well. Monarch, you them. find the short range one that transmitted the GIF. You don't find the other one. Got it. Oh, we already all know. So. Mm -hmm. Right. But I'm going to say to everybody, we can't take the, the vehicles with us until we've removed the, um, the GPS trackers. Well... Here's the thing. If they if they were tracking our location, presumably they want to know when the bombs would have gone off. What? If the, because they they messed with our fuel, they messed with the fuel canisters, right? So mm -hmm. they want to know when the bombs have gone off so that we they know our position, so that we're out of position to presumably attack us. So oh, right now all yeah. I'm thinking of is the bozos are coming. Yeah, possible. The British are coming. <laughs> I'm um. I'm gonna I'm gonna pipe up and say to the police officers as well. Our, our vehicles are totally trashed. I mean, this situation is absolutely appalling. Do the the Marina police know who they're dealing with here? Mister Mister Peterson needs to get to a very urgent meeting. Can you provide assistance for us whatsoever? We need vehicles. Stat, pronto. Your mom. <laughs> Sir, we apologize for the security risk. We'd be happy to provide you with temporary transportation wherever you're going, and we can get these vehicles to our motor pool for repair if necessary. Uh, we, we don't currently have a vehicle, but we have. We can personally provide you with transportation. Very well. I'm... Natalie's going to lean over to Jim and say, Don't let him take our cars! Have him drop him off somewhere. Okay. Um, they have GPS trackers on them as well, though, so... I mean, I'm going <laughs> to... Yeah. Uh, these... These, uh, these vehicles, uh... uh Highly collectible. Highly collectible. They can't be going back to any normal chop shop. Um, we, we need them delivered with us as well, if you can uh, arrange for that to happen. Uh, and certainly, Mr. Peterson needs to get to... Wait, where do we need to get to? Is it called Old Old Japantown or something? Yeah. Or, yeah, it's like Little China, really, isn't it? The place with the, mm -hmm. where it's supposed to be at. We, yes, we need to be uh, towards, towards Little China as soon as possible. They Only look drive. at each other. Because you're asking them to transport you directly into the combat zones, which are the zones where basically cops don't go to those areas. So there's VIP. Also, 
they can put two into they know what a red chromer's bike looks like when they see it so mm. these highly collectible red chrome bikes plus a vip going into a red zone they they give each other some looks big meetings require big risks gentlemen big meetings big risks <laughs> You're witnessing a man on the verge of greatness. Do a... Uh, give me a skill roll. Sell me on a skill roll, Josh. What do you want here? Persuasion? Sell me, yeah. I mean, I'll definitely take persuasion. A 17. Not my greatest performance. Alright. If you wait here, we have something we can arrange. We'll get you off the road, out of sight. Just give us a couple minutes. Speed, time really is of the essence. If if it's more reasonable to you, if the Mariner police can't possibly take us any further than the boundaries of Upper Mariner, then that will that will suffice. Well, we we can get you all the way if you're willing to wait a couple of minutes. We just need each of you to gather up over there. Mr. Peterson can't possibly wait for 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 longer than this. What what are we what are we waiting for? I I need to give an answer to the man. Just give us your vehicle. Tell them to give us their vehicle, Jim. Uh, ma'am, we can't advise taking this vehicle where you're going. That, that would not end well. Is that a uh, challenge? <laughs> how, how did you say? A couple of minutes. We're willing to wait 150 seconds. I'll give you two and a half. Oh my god. Christ. No. Okay, hold on. He reaches in uh, and pulls out a little card and bends it twice. Mm. Clear the landing zone. Within 60 seconds, an AV flying car pulls up it is completely unmarked and it just rolls up turns on a floodlight that uh, shines out over the area and lands next to the off ramp and it next to the, the highway and it's going to fold down a loading ramp nice what a this hookup heavily armored you can tell when you look at it this is not bougie it's not going to pop up with champagne flutes for you this is a heavily armored and like matte finish, so it doesn't reflect lights. Quick extraction rig. Mm. Oh, Mr. Peterson is extremely grateful. Thank you very much. Uh, Jensen, was it? Uh, and what is what is your name as well? I should be sure to give your uh, give my highest recommendations to your sergeant. Uh, Reginald, sir. Reginald and Jensen. Thank First you. First name Reggie. Reggie Reginald. Mm. <laughs> Delightful name. Glad you're carrying on the family tradition. I think I knew your father. Reggie Reginald the first? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. I thought so. I thought I recognized that face. The, he never cared for the short form, actually. It was always Reginald Reginald. Yes, first. yes. Well, I always called him Mr. Reginald, you know, back then. Hell. Yep, so did I. So did I. <laughs> What's going on? What is happening? <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna usher Mr. Peterson and, and then bring my motorbike into the uh, the AV. 
Oh, the the motorbike does not fit in the AV. Fuck. Only you guys are going to fit in the AV. They're going to collect your vehicles, take oh, them to uh, a shop that they've got a contact with, and arrange for pickup later. But what, what they cannot the haul all your bikes in this thing. <laughs> mm. Mr. Peterson, you you carry on inside. I'm going to walk home with my uh, with my vehicle. Oh, okay. <laughs> Natalie's going to get in the front seat next to the driver. Is there a human driver? What is it? Yes, there is. There is a human driver. Uh, okay. Wearing full combat gear, like SWAT gear, uh, flight helmet. Connect. It's got neural plug direct into the AV for for a smart link. Just punch in the coordinates and uh, don't ask any questions. Oh, I'm gonna ask so many questions, Natalie says and settles in. She's like, what does this button do? You're gonna teach me how to drive this. This is a very cool vehicle. Ma'am, do, do not press that button. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, Jerax, are you loading in? I am not. I am going to take um, Jim Fingers' lead with this one as well. Uh oh, I'm gonna basically, mm -hmm. I realize I can't, leave royal's body with the police i also can't leave i can't take the body into the vehicle i've got to kind of just i guess i've got to pretend to be part of the entourage as like secondary or almost like a bodyguard um mm -hmm. which i guess i would look like i've got like i don't know i'm bleeding and i've got a katana on my back so come with me muscle man Gen jensen reginald i tell you this man has a hay for brains <sighs> come on come come little muscle man yes honey <laughs> It's 9 p.m. Um, <laughs> I'm going to yeah, take pick up the body, making sure that they know it's not a body as it's still wrapped in tarp. Mm -hmm. Put it over the, the bike and wheel the bike. Um, start okay. wheeling it. Roll a stealth check to do this in a subtle fashion. Don't fail me now. You gonna use any luck? I'll use a singular luck. To get a fourteen? Yeah, to get a fourteen. Alright. As as you're walking away with this crinkly tarp covered, you know, hundred and eighty pound something. What the fuck is that? Is that a <laughs> don't ask, Reggie. Don't ask. This is corporal bullshit. The less you know, the less you're gonna have to say in debriefing. <laughs> Fucking Christ. <laughs> you see the two of them just t literally turn their backs to you as they very avidly survey the opposite direction <laughs> I like that alright Monarch, Jonah and Natalie get a swift AV ride flying over the red zone you can sort of if there were lights down there you'd be able to see the old devastation not that you're not familiar with it uh, of the bombing of the Arasaka Towers so many years ago, the flooding, the collapse that ensued. Uh, you do see the occasional barrel fire down there and little bits and pieces of light, but other than that, the whole heart of Night City is completely dark. And as you drive closer to your part of the town, bits and pieces are still lights out because uh, power services are interrupted and sometimes they just haven't been restored to some neighborhoods. The areas that do have light it's a mixture of sort of floodlights and industrial lights and whatever people could hook up with a little bit of that neon cyberpunk flair that you're looking for and more barrel fires. The city looks very different from up here. Now, would that's it, good. Go ahead. 
would it at all be possible? Uh, I mean, is the intention of Jarex and Jim to kind of push their bikes the whole way? And could we restrict our air travel to like directly above them by like 20 feet, just like spotlighting them as they go? That would take this vehicle capable of travel at very high speed and reduce it to about three, two to three miles an hour. <laughs> so, is that no? <laughs> just give me the coordinates, ma'am. I'll take you there right away. Fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, then uh, we'll, we'll fly as is. All right. Where do you, what, uh, Monarch and Natalie, what coordinates do you want to give the AV pilot? Um, we don't want them to take us right there, right, Monarch? No, we don't. We just want to, we want to be like at a, maybe like a building, like a, like a block away, mm -hmm. something like that, you know, like, oh, like a little off of, of where we are, but in a safe area. Okay. Yeah. So a little bit closer onto the old Japantown side of things. It's a, it's a little more stable at the moment. Uh, they find you a rooftop. They do a, a rooftop uh, extraction. They don't use the lights until the very last moment. They're trying to use infrared and ultrasonic and stuff like that so that they can get a 3D image of the ground without giving away the position of this highly stealthy vehicle. But at the last minute, they lower you down. They find just a tiny place to wedge themselves in, lower the ropes. It's been a pleasure doing business with you. I never met any of you. This never happened. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Pilot. Yep. Did you teach me anything on the ride? Oh, I mean, if you wanted to pick up the air vehicle skill with some of your experience points, that'd be valid. I think it's a difficult skill. I think drive air vehicle is a difficult skill, so keep that in mind. But yeah, you have a valid excuse, and also you're sort of a gearhead, so you definitely have a valid excuse to, to spend your XP on that if you want. Meanwhile, like for the next... You, you guys have a hell of a walk, depending on what well, your, your game plan is here. I am planning on going to a chop shop and getting them to reattach my uh, my fuel uh, canister. And um, yeah, Jim, you just kind of tossed yours, didn't you? Yeah, I threw mine away because I hadn't actually <laughs> I, taken the bombs I, out of it. Did you t have you told us about the GPS? Yes, I already told everybody about the GPS. I said that we can't take them back without the GPS okay. being removed. I got to search for So there's actually three bikes because or oh, are they taking monarch's bike back they were offering to take any bikes you know for you guys when you sort of split off and they saw you had a body and they decided that they didn't care anymore problem is yeah. we'll never recover them like we will never recover those bikes because they don't <laughs> even know like who we are so <laughs> yeah i'm just okay so i'm going to search both monarch's bike and my bike for the gps i'm going to crush the gps mm. chips um i'm gonna destroy them monarch's bike i am going to i'm gonna like i guess knock to the side of the road i'm gonna try and make it look like it's a pile of trash i mean if somebody were to find it they wouldn't be able to drive it anyway because it's got mm -hmm. no fuel canister <laughs> attached but uh, yeah, I just want to, I want to, I'm, I'm basically, I'm going to try and come back for it, but if it's not there, it's not there. Okay. Going to try and conceal it. I All suppose right. it's on the highway as well. So if people are driving past and they see it, they're like, oh, what the heck? They're not going to, you know, probably not going to stop to pick it up. Mm-hmm. 
All right, Josh, you ripped the entire undercarriage of your bike out, and a bike yep. costs 20,000 eddies. Uh, boy, oh boy. Jerax, you managed to do a much simpler break on yours. Uh, the cost to repair all this stuff that you tore out, Jim, is 1,000 eddies. That's For you, Jerax, it's 500 eddies of repair. Do you have that kind of scratch? I actually don't. I don't have that kind of money. I, um, I do, but here's my plan, uh, Joe, is that mm -hmm. while walking back, I'm not going to go like directly through the combat zone. I'm going to walk into Upper Mariner, fire mm -hmm. a find a place where I can rent uh, like a truck, like a U-Haul kind of place, and I'm going to mm -hmm. loop back around to pick stuff up and take them back to the bunker to work on. Okay. Uh, give, me, give me 200, and you can transport it all back. And if you do that, you can... Uh, do the repairs yourself. You won't have to pay the chop shop, assuming that you and Jerax are both in on this together. Mm -hmm. uh, I would assume so. Yeah. Okay. So you, you stuff two road bikes and the body of Royal into the back of the truck. And at the end of the night, it is a long night. The sun is almost coming up by the time that Jim and Jerax are able to make all this happen because travel, it's like the highways are not always open. They're not always complete. They've been, most of them have been repaired, but any side roads are always subject to collapse and debris and booster gangs and such. By the end of the night, the team has two of their bikes, Royal's corpse, they're all reunited. You go back down to the secret Arasaka bunker. You removed the tracking device that I was really going to use to hose you if you hadn't found that. So good job on that. And we're going to go ahead and take a short break. And when we come back, there will be more adventures in store for our edge runners. So don't go wow. away. A successful first oh, half. Welcome back, everybody, to Red Sky City Cyberpunk Conspiracy Phase 2, Episode 2, Part 7, verses 3 through 24. Uh, if you're just <laughs> joining us, our heroes have finally ended their night that began at Totentons. They had a small complication along the way. They successfully extracted themselves. They are now down two vehicles. But they're able to get back to their bunker. They're able to get some rest. They're able to sleep, grab some kibble, grab some pre-pack, and face the next day with renewed determination. Uh, so first off, well done, everybody, for avoiding... All those various and sundry schemes. Before we go too much further, uh, what I'm inclined to do at this point is to give everybody a quick bit of downtime. I'll let everyone roll on the hustle chart just to you know work their day jobs and make some cash. And then a lot of the lines that you've thrown out in terms of investigation and making contacts and such are all going to come back in at once, with one in particular that will hopefully uh, occupy us for the remainder of the evening. Mm -hmm. So. First off, let's go ahead and go starting off with Bren. Uh, roll 1d6. I assume that when you're just doing your side hustle, uh, first off, are you doing your side hustle or are you dedicating all your time to some other sort of research? So I am. So so I've got a couple of things. Firstly, I need to sell the previous brain dances that I, that I made when I was... Uh, mm. um, what was I doing before? I was doing something. You're doing oh. some surgery, I think. Yeah, it was on myself, was it? <laughs> no, I think it was on Monarch. Weren't you outfitting uh, Monarch yeah, with something? Yeah, it was on Monarch. Yeah, that's correct. It was on Monarch. Um, so I've got a brain dance of me doing it on Monarch, which, of course, the face will be blurred out. 
Well, I want to mm -hmm. edit it so there's no incriminating details in it, if possible. Mm -hmm. So there's no like Arasaka logos in the background or, you know, just uh, everyone's face is gone. I've got a voice modulator on. I'm like, here's how you connect the optical nerve. And, doo -doo 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 -doo. and it's like, welcome mm -hmm. to. I'm trying to think of a good name for my brain dance cyber surgery. Maybe like the chop shop with Mr. Mr. What, what, what should my name be? I mean, it's got to rhyme with chop and shop if you're going to mm. call it the chop shop with Mr. I don't know, Mr. Slop? Chop shop with, with the big Mr. Bad Doc? Mr. Doc. Mr. Doc. Mr. Doc. Mr. Doc. Just Mr. Yeah, Doc. Mr. Doc. Who yeah. calls himself Mr. Doc? It'll be my Mr. alias. Mr. Doctor Esquire. It'll be, it'll be my alias, Mr. Doc. You know, it's like. Professor Mr. Doc Esquire. <laughs> <laughs> so there, there you go the chop shot with mr doc episode one was the brain dance of me operating on monarch episode two is going to be slightly different and like hey everybody welcome to the chop shop episode two i'm mr doc and today we're going to be performing a salvage operation on something that you might encounter in your time when you're uh, trying to run a chop shop in your spare time or if you're trying to you know perform surgery you might get a couple of cases like this but as you can see i have a heavily burnt body here the subject is incredibly burnt a lot of the cyberware is going to be fused and it's going to be a very messy situation fortunately for you i am very skilled and i'm going to show you the appropriate way so that you can salvage the most out of this body and i'm just going to go to go to town on royal going to be like highlighting various areas i'm like ah oh, this chip here is hidden underneath the subdermal layer so it might have been unaffected by the fire if we're lucky we can salvage this as well uh this that and the other i'm going to go through step by step and the plan is to sell these as well on the brain dance market as an educational brain dance which i okay. will help him with as his distribution network which we agreed i would get 20 percent for yes okay all right i like it um, so we're, we've got a couple of things going on with this. One is the actual sale and distribution of the brain dances. So roll a D6 for me, just to see how that part of things is going along. Jerax. Mm -hmm. Six. Okay. Uh, all right. It's, it's going to be off to a slow start. The rate of one brain dance chip on the open market is 20 eddies and distribution is going to take a while you also have to spend a lot of time editing you know there's mm -hmm. you have to sit down going through in edit mode uh tampering down some of the the different uh adrenaline and neurotransmitters in it making the edits making sure that the edits the the deep fake face masking and such works well tweaking with the voice a lot running through it in multiple layers so it's pretty labor intensive to get this enterprise off you know to a start mm -hmm. so your net for this, your first launch of this is going to start out at 100 eddies. Okay. Uh, however, that being said, Josh, go ahead and roll a d6. A four. All right. Uh, distribution is not going very well at first. <laughs> You're, you're very good at what you do. You have excellent contacts. It's just a sort of a niche market and you're, you're having trouble. Things are going south. So you bring in an additional 300 in income. So the net for this, your, your joint enterprise right now is 400. Hmm. Okay. 
I'm just sort of combining your roles to determine the take on this enterprise. How you distribute that money is up to you guys. So you say you're taking twenty. I get eighty. You get three twenty. Yeah. Okay. All right. While I look up the cyber tech extraction rules, they're in here uh, somewhere. Oh, okay. Yeah, here we go. We should be able to process all this right now. Very good. Assuming I can find Royal. All right. While while I am looking this up, what are the Monarch and Natalie going to do with their time? Natalie's going to go to work. Cool. Roll one d six. Six. All right. Um, oh boy, here we go. <laughs> so you're, you're working in office services. You are doing a lot of supply contracts. A lot of what you're handling are, okay, we need a supplier for, for snacks. Obviously you were trying to get the continental hookup for all your food needs. All right. You've got that going on. There's various office supplies. There's printer equipment. Yeah. They still do printing in the future. It's just on thin pieces of pieces of smart paper uh you have to make sure that you've got drinks you've got to make sure that you're paying the utilities you've got to make sure that you're putting on little office events and stuff so a lot of what you're ending up doing is negotiating these contracts uh finding vendors dealing with vendor requests uh monitoring usage and making sure that no one department is using up too many paper towels because that's wasteful so on and so forth uh so you managed to take over the funding for another division that was sort of horning in on your territory. You'll pull in 200 for that. Okay. And I've also been working on show pitches. So like whatever you guys need to hear more show pitches, just let me know. I got a bunch of them. Yeah, hit me. Really? Now? Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, I've got one. Um, I called up. Uh, What's in this warehouse? So, there's tons of empty warehouses all over Night City. We take a crew and find out what's inside them. Okay, hold on, no. Um, <laughs> surprise implant. So, I was inspired by the show I watched, Chop Shop with Mr. Doc. And I figured, like, if you wake up and somebody put implants inside you, like, whoa! And then you have to figure out what they are. Okay, not big on that one. Uh, where is my family? So, you find a family, you take... <laughs> All the family members away from each other and drop them all over Night City. And then you have to watch them play Where is my family? At this point, I imagine, like, people have walked away from Natalie. <laughs> Hold on. The reality, you... the reality department is listening. <laughs> Whoa. Well, I've got more. Where is my family is probably one of, like, I guarantee that show is going to be made one day. <laughs> I, I guarantee that someone's going to make that show and it's going to be on Netflix and everyone's going to talk about it on Twitter and react to it and oh god watch right there's, there's, there's sort of two reactions first reaction is my god that's horrible and the second reaction is the ratings <laughs> mm -hmm. you're going to fit in real good around network 54 which is a television pro network you can watch in cyberpunk 2077 uh, enduring Yes. That being said, I haven't seen Continental Brands anywhere. Huh. 
You know, I've noticed that. <laughs> yeah, I was doing it. a Google. Yeah, I, I, as I continue to investigate, I'll see what I can report on that. You may have made a very wise career transfer here. <laughs> um, we ended then. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say... Give me a cyber tech check to successfully harvest Royal's cyber arm. Oh, which you was want... chat left pointed out was left in the alleyway, but I didn't uh, raise that fact to you guys, so I think it's fair for you to have collected it. Ah, um, you want yeah, me to roll cyber a tech check? Cyber tech check, eh? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I suppose I could do that for you. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, Ooh, look at you. Uh, I'm gonna throw in the rippers he had attached for free. Now roll a surgery check to attach them to my arms. <laughs> no, just for it's also part of the extraction, pro the salvaging process. I wish. Wow, you're so Wait, good at what you do. Yeah, yeah. You you are a very good. You are very good at what you do. Roll it's almost separate... like you should have stuck to this instead of being a net runner. <laughs> what do you want me to roll? All right. Uh, give me another surgery check for the rippers. You've got the cyber arm. Uh, no, the rippers come with it. They're attached to it. So oh. uh, add okay. to your inventory. Sorry. I, I mean, that was just a flex. You would have killed it anyways. Uh, add to your inventory, not installed, obviously, cyber arm with rippers. Okay. Oh my god, production. <laughs> On fire today. Yep. Uh, all right, Monarch. We're, we're going to keep cycling around. Monarch, what are you up to? Uh, well, you know, as always, I'm going to head over to Booger's Joint and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, do a little, you know, get a few drinks, bounce a few fools. You know, I'm trying mm -hmm. to lay low. Uh, but while I'm doing that, though, uh, I am going to put some feelers out there to see what's up with Double or Nothing to make sure she's safe. Mm -hmm. uh, just to kind of like ensure that everything is copacetic. You know? All right. I think that's the word. I don't know. No, you're right. You're right. Roll a d6 for the hustle. And you, as soon as you put some feelers out, like, honestly, I forgot to mention this. The next day, she would have hit you guys up with a, a text. What the fuck happened? Okay, so and so then what, my so is mine retcon then? Am I reaching out to double or nothing? Uh, no, you, you can still reach out, but like she she would respond with what you know WTF. Pull a hundred eddies. You're laying low. You're not really you know putting yourself out there there too hard. Pull a hundred eddies for your work. Um, double or nothing's fine. She got out out all right. She did hear that you wasted uh, royal. Did I do that? <laughs> yeah. Word, word has gotten out uh, because even though the inside of the club was absolutely just wrecked and everyone inside was was tripping like mad, you blew him up with a rocket launcher and like cyber ninja'd <laughs> him in an alleyway. There were witnesses. So <laughs> word has gotten out uh, that the Clash of Kings went the monarch's way. Yeah. Shame for him. Uh... Well, I would imagine I would have netted me a few more drinks at Booger's Joint, you know? Yeah, you can collect a few free drinks. That's fine. That's what's up. 
And uh, everybody, actually, uh, who here has the lowest reputation? Ooh, that might be me. Uh, where is my, I'm at five rep. <clears throat> Two. I'm at four. Do we all gain some reputation? You are gaining reputation, but it's sort of an incremental thing, right? So if you're mm -hmm. already at a five, it's not going to go up just yet. But the next time I'd say, instead of saying it's not going to go up just yet, I'll say, yes, it will go up. Okay. Uh, also, I'm going to try and see if I could, uh, what is the cost of rocket launchers? Or sorry, not rocket launchers, rockets. I just need some rockets. Mm. Yes. Because I didn't lose my rocket launcher, right? Even though that was your Correct. best attempt to try and take my rocket away from me. Uh, you know, you guys played it well. You guys Someone played it Chad well. said that you were trying to retcon my rocket launcher. I'm glad we didn't let that happen. <laughs> uh, I did nothing. The situation merely played out as it did. <laughs> All right. Uh, ammunition, it's going to take me a while to pull that up, and it's probably not going to be cheap. Jim. Yeah. You are going to receive a call, but do you want to do anything first? Um... My general plan actually over this period of time is just to lie low and regen health. Um, okay. And then once I've regenerated some health and kind of gotten over the shock of these last few days, I'm going to continue the research in the uh, in the people that are kind of locked away in the in the ice. But for now, the plan is just to kind of regen health and chill. Okay. So you've been following leads. You've been doing some... Uh, image search, reverse image searching. You did that job for Mr. Kernigan. Mr. Kernigan said that he would provide some assistance in return. Mm. And uh, he made a killing on that cheese as well. Nice. So Good. I'm glad for him. <laughs> he he has a, a possible lead for you. But it's going to, in fact, he's looked through his shipping registry. He thinks he has a travel log for a vessel that matches the description and the parameters that you've described. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Uh, but you're gonna need a third party's help to get it. Okay, why is that? Well, one, because uh, he has the location and it's pretty far out. Oh. If he has an approximate location, he thinks he knows where it is. It is hundreds of miles away out oh, to wow. sea oh christ yeah so Take you're gonna to need sea. transport you might need underwater salvage help depending on the status of the thing you might need recon on it now of course Mr. all Kernigan, of that is done by the nomads right like the nomads operate mm -hmm. almost all of that kind of stuff yep right but uh mr kernigan knows people he, he might be able to put you in touch okay was there so if, more to this as well? Basically, if you're interested, he'll hook up a deal for you. It's going to take him a little bit of work. Um, but if you give him permission, he'll introduce you to the right people, maybe set up an op as long as he gets a cut. Okay. All right. I, I'm i going to give this information out to the rest of the group and organize a, you know, like a, a team meeting to come up with a, a decision on what we should do. Because the other option here as well is that we just defrost the humans and see what they have to oh, give us a reverse reverse image search uh that came up with essentially nothing like, really it, yeah it we revealed, already did that 
it revealed, yeah, that it reverse image search revealed that these people worked for a shipping company which belonged to Hanako Arasaka. Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah. I have followed the breadcrumbs pretty thoroughly mm -hmm. at this point. And we are either, here, like, we either go try and find the ship that's lost at sea, or we defrost the humans and see what they have to, to tell us. Well, the, the paths are somewhat diverging. Your research has come back with some more information about Hanako Arasaka, by the way. Ah, okay. Uh, she was she was born when Saburo Arasaka was 80 years old, and she was sort of withdrawn and lived this gilded cage-style life. He wanted to protect her from the, uh, the cutthroat atrocities of the corporate world. In that time... She has a very she has a very keen intellect. She actually got into net running and was a fairly adept net runner. Okay. And after Soul Killer was introduced to the world by Alt Cunningham, Arasaka used it as a weapon. They would soul kill you and then imprison your cloned intellect to interrogate it because when they have you in a your your digital mind in a digital environment they can slow down time they can tear you apart they can manipulate you because your data at that point so they mm -hmm. would use that to eliminate enemies and then extract information from them but hanako always thought that that was a, just a primitive brutal way of using soul killer she was doing a lot of research on it herself she saw it as the key to transforming humanity However, her older brother, Kaya Arasaka, was supposed to be like the heir to the throne. Uh, and he died at the end of the cor Fourth Corporate War. And because Yorinobu Arasaka ran away to found a gang and fight against the Arasaka company, Hanako sort of stepped up. She is now the leader of, she is the face of the Arasaka Corporation. Right. Okay. I don't know what to do with that information. That makes sense. It, I don't all, think... all it means right now is that she is somebody who is interested in soul killer research. Yes, and so presumably and if she, guys. yeah, presumably though if she had access to soul killer, it would be more well known. Like there would be a very well known well, thing that Arasaka uses soul killer on the regular as a weapon. Yeah, all of Arasaka, like it's no secret that Arasaka used soul killer a lot. Right, but do they still have access to it? Like we would I, presumably know that kind of stuff, right? I, your game master, am uncertain. I'm inclined to say that it. Is, I, I believe it's still around at this point. Right. I don't believe it's lost. Okay, because I was wondering kind of whether they're searching for it. But if if it's still if they Arasaka have, still yeah. has access to it, then that's that's not what yeah. this conspiracy is about. The, Correct. The, they right. already have Soul Killer. They used it a lot in the Fourth Corporate War. I don't believe they lost it. Okay. Is this a program or a device or yeah? So what entity? Soul Killer does, it is a program <laughs> that uh, fries your brain and creates a digital copy of your brain. So when they use Soul Killer on you, you die, and your mind is digitized. Yeah. But so it's entirely possible too. People could have been copying this program and propagating it. Yeah, they used it. They had it in multiple locations. Originally, okay. it lived in the labs in the Arasaka Towers the ones that blew up. But it absolutely was used in other locations as well. Again, Arasaka would use this on high-value targets, kill them, interrogate them forever, essentially. Right. So this, 
these people that we have frozen here might well just be vegetables whose minds have been uploaded to the to to wherever and when we defrost them they could just be n not humans their minds have actually just be been uh, erased yeah. okay that is entirely possible they were preserved after yeah which is weird right because normally the body would just die am i have i got that right like isn't yes. it unusual that their bodies have been preserved it is unusual and there were robots running around who seem to be at least some way connected to those people in the tubes like of which a only one named... of them still exists because we blew all the rest up yeah right the other ones weren't doing very well they were not handling things well yeah churro's nailing it though yeah churro can be saved <laughs> i think i might know what's going on i think i have a i think i have an inclination Okay. Well, as I said, I would I would relay this information to the rest of the group and organize a meeting to go over it and discuss our okay. plans further. Uh, Jarex is the person who knows the most about this. Yeah. Also, Jarex, <laughs> uh, as you're sitting down, everyone's like they go. You go to work. You go to Booger's Bar. You go to Network Fifty Four. Uh, so there's some there's some really sharp thinkers in the reality department. Some no bullshit types who like your stuff they like where you're going this is the kind of programming that is going to take off in the time of the red they really feel like it's going to connect you know people are going to connect with the diaspora experience uh we could hit one of two demographics either people who are going to resonate with this because they've lived through it or people who have had more insulated lives who want to feel what it's like to have your family completely destroyed by a catastrophe that they're never going to experience you know and then point and laugh at them uh both of those groups have money so we might be onto something here. Anyways, as the group is, you're, you're sitting down in the bunker for some pre-packed food in the room with the PowerPoint screen. Jax, your agent notifies you. Jarex, searches in the local data pool for Sean Ashwater are up 300% this week. What? I've noticed... Oh, an increase in 300% in searches for Sean Ashwater in the local data pool. Would you like me to update the bogus entries we had at several hospitals? Yes. Understood. All the searches have been from encrypted locations and I've been unable to trace them. Uh-huh. Huh. Huh. Okay. Uh, the last thing I'm going to say before I let you guys sit down for your meeting is that both the Monarch and Jim Fingers have been contacted via direct messaging uh, by someone called Hornet. Hornet heard what went down at Totentons and is interested in doing business. Give me a call with the contact information there. Mm hmm. Jim, you recognize Hornet, uh, a fixer, another fixer oh, in the okay. area. Right. Yeah. And I can give you details um, on that, but I want to let the party gather and see if they have a direction before okay. you uh, pick up on this job. I would immediately be making plans to move my brother's body to the bunker. Okay. To freeze him. You have spare cryotubes. You have, you yeah. have four unoccupied cryotubes, so... So that would be my my next plan of action. That would take a priority over everything else, to be honest. 
All right. Well, it happens. You get that notification as the group is sitting down for the meeting. So I'm mm-hmm. going to leave the floor to, I assume, Jim is officiating. Yeah, I mean, I would just be explaining the the information to everybody, but I'm not going to propose a plan of direction. I want to leave the floor very open there. I want to kind of propose the two ideas that I have of defrosting people, stick them in the microwave, see what happens, and uh, going on a sea adventure and becoming essentially pirates. Natalie is all about the pirate option. There's no corporation the on, on the open waves, you know. Of course there are. That's why there's pirates. There wouldn't be pirates True, if there weren't corporations to rob. True, that does make perfect sense. And of course, we're going to be pirating the pirates. So we'll be the corporation of pirates. It's going to be very exciting. I am all about the pirate idea. <laughs> it bothers me how enthusiastic you are about corporate pirates <laughs> or whatever. Uh, but, you know, people like me... We don't really do water. It's not a thing. What do you mean? You know, just no, just not going to end well for me. Also, I have a crippling fear of whales. I, uh, I need you, Monarch. What do you need me for? I I need you. I need your expertise for this. This is very important to me. Uh, And I would, I would go on to explain. I don't think I've properly explained my situation with my, with my brother in, and his situation, but now that we all have enough information on Soul Killer, I would explain that my brother was a net runner. He was doing a job in the uh, in the old corp center, or whatever it was, right in the red zone. Yeah, um, Jim is the one who hooked up the job. Yeah, and uh, he he was made and he was turned into a husk of a human, uh, much like the bodies we have. So that is my stake in this operation, and I'm doing this all for my brother. And uh, any information on Sokola, even if we have to go 100 miles out into the sea to find it on this shipping container, I am willing to go to any lengths to find it. And uh, I'd appreciate your help. I'm going to really try Derek and tug on... pirates too. Yeah, I'm going to try and tug on the heartstrings of Monarch. Ah, oh, man. Ah, oh, you know, it's just, I, my brother's also a net runner. Ah, uh, he gets into all sorts of trouble. So I know... I know that it's a, I know I, I like, I would be doing the same thing. The thing is, <laughs> the thing is, is that I'm afraid of fish. You know, if do you think we're going to run into any fish? You think I'm going to have to fight a fish? I would rather not, you know, I like a big think fish. You're going to have to fight fish. All the fish I... are dead. <laughs> That's what they want you to think. That's what they want. <laughs> I read, I read something the other day about a big fish in the ocean and I was worried. And I also heard of this thing years and years and years ago about a Loch Ness monster. And I don't know where this thing is, but come on, you know that it has to be outside of Night City somewhere, right? Like it just makes perfect sense. uh, I think it's more likely that we're gonna be fighting killer robots on this uh, this shipping container. Killer robots don't really scare me all that much. Just fish. Imagine the scenario of this shipping container that contains all this information, Trevor, treasure troves of information on Soul Killer, and they're left out at sea because of what? Was it the EMP that went off that messed up with everything? I don't know. What caused the shipping container? Essentially, the, when the net, when the data crash occurred and the entire internet died, mm-hmm. one, the fourth corporate war started with a war between two shipping companies. 
So there were submarines, there were mines, there were uh, submersible attack drones just blowing shipping the hell up. And two, when the internet crashed, everybody's navigation information went kaput because it was all connected. Like all the satellites and stuff, it was all on the net. So when Raish Bartmoss unleashed his virus, like it killed, there were tons and tons of shipping vessels lost at sea that couldn't find their way home. They lost all navigation. Uh, A lot of them got stranded. There were automated shipping vessels that fried because of the virus. Imagine you are personnel on this shipping container, lost at sea, and the only way you will survive is by transferring your consciousness into a killer robot. That's what I'm. Th- that's what I'm thinking is going to find us out there on the open ocean. Is we're going to wander in, and it is going to be a death trap of people's but you're still, minds. But you're still willing to go yes. for your brother. But well, this see, is, that this doesn't I'm scare saying. me as much as the fish. I, but though, this, you know what this I mean? is what I'm saying. I, this is why we need you, Monarch. This is why we need you. I, we will, if there was, I if swear there was anyone, we'll keep you safe from the fish. We yeah. will all if keep I, you safe from the fish. If I see one, like, mutated fish thing with, like, uh, you know, like a pole, I, I'm running. Just so yeah, you know, I'm worry. running. I'm we'll gone. We'll take care of the fish as long as you take care of the, the killer robots. That's fine. Listen, I need, I need everyone here to understand something. Okay? And he, like, says it really quietly to the room. He, everyone, please get close, get close. If any of you people ever tell anyone about my fear of fish, I will rip your gooches out. <laughs> okay. We all are understanding. Not so the next updated. level of threats. That goes was... double for Jackie over Additional. there. Okay. And points to Jonah. Obviously knowing his name is Jonah, but he still calls him <laughs> other J names because he thinks it's funny, but no one else thinks it's funny. Jo- Jonah's blindfolded, can't tell that there's no one else in the room and has no idea that you're referencing him. Jonah's Perfect. infamously an enemy of fish. Had a had a great battle with a whale once. <laughs> that true, Jonah? Hate whales. Like that guy. Evan, do you ever heard of Jonah and the whale? Don't even know what that is. Well, it's a it's a story about me kicking a whale's ass. <laughs> Get out of here. Really? Oh, dude, you gotta send me the the read for that one day that would be pretty good all right i'm in screw it uh rocket launchers work in the water jim give me some rockets okay 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 wait we we all seem to be on board with the idea of going after the shipping uh this this cargo ship but i want to address the idea of defrosting these people that we have once we leave here we don't know whether we're going to come back and they'll even uh-uh. be here uh uh-uh. Here's my counter argument to that. One, I want to gain more information on Soul Killer so that I don't accidentally botch this procedure. Assuming they're empty people and the only person we can save is the little robot in Shiro, then I want to be well read on, on the subject and I want to be well versed in, in the program so that I don't botch the procedure here. And to try I think and I'm, undo it. Yeah, I think I'm going to get that information on the shipping container. Second to that, I also don't want to, I don't want to defrost them just in case they do go crazy because I'm planning on bringing my brother here. And I don't want my, I don't want my frozen brother to just be chilling there and then Ichiro's trying to claw at the glass, but, you know? But you're, you're assuming that, how many of them are there, Joe? Three, four? 
There was there are four of them. Four of them. You're assuming all four of them are empty, hollow vessels to be filled yeah. with other people's souls. How many? How what many happens if those are functional humans? How many robots did we kill? Four. I think. But why were their bodies preserved? I, I don't know. I mean, one it, of the things that their ta their toe tag said was volunteer. Mm. I, 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 I don't know. I feel like we should his maybe I, his defrost one down. of them to make sure. Here's how I imagined this: th it went down. Presumably, the nuke went off, or the net blew up, or something. Something caused a a complete lockdown of this particular area, and the volunteers were soul killed. Their minds transported into these robots. Uh, the mind probably not suited to be transferred into a robot. They went insane as a result and killed all of the human staff here. Very plausible. I think that makes a lot of sense. But if they weren't, if those were actually just normal robots and these are the staff of Arasaka yeah. that froze themselves in order to survive, I if we defrost them, we can always refreeze them. What they're not the, like, they're not the like rice. Of... We're not supposed to like only have a couple of times hmm. that we warm them back up again. Would I know that, Joe? Is there what is the precise nature of your question? Are there dangers to defrosting and refreezing a human being? <laughs> At this point, the technology <laughs> is so good, you've done it to yourself several times. So... Sure, but yeah, okay. Bacteria? I didn't know if it, in rapid, rapid, you know, succession of defrosting, refreezing. If, if you're trying to be, like, if, if they're trying to rip your guts out and, and eat your liver and you shove, and you just thought out and you shove them back in and press the emergency freeze button, yeah. yes, there will be consequences. But it, if that happens with one slowly. of them, we don't do it for the other three. And we've mm. learned our lesson. Does anyone here know Japanese? Uh, Natalie? Natalie holds up her phone translator. It's actually like covered in like little anime stickers. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. That's a no. <laughs> what is yes in Japanese? Hi. Hi. Hello to you too, Natalie. <laughs> uh the, the I I don't think it's worth the risk. I feel I feel like we are more likely to gain information by going to the shipping container trawling the archives finding out what we can there bringing it back here and then working off of that information to make an educated decision of whether or not to defrost them okay uh wh what do the rest of you think you know because you guys keep talking about science stuff and <laughs> monarch just doesn't follow it you know so he's kind of just nodding in the background he's like mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. and then when you turn to him and you ask a question he just says, yes. And that's it. <laughs> still thinking of the whales. Yep, the whales are still, the fish, the fish men are still in the back of his mind. He knows, <laughs> yep, he's, he's anticipating that. Fishmen attacking with laser guns. He knows that that's going to happen because he I read a very peculiar, uh, oh my God, what are they called in the game? Shards? Not shards. Do you guys uh, ever played Soma? Why is it a sexy place? <laughs> Soma? Yeah. I can't say I have. One of the premises yes. of Soma is like it's a very cyberpunk-esque almost, where it is like almost the end of the world and an AI, kind of biological matter AI has kind of run rampant and is infecting all of our life. And you encounter some weird AI 
mutated fish at some point in so yeah you see definitely would have want to do that definitely would have want to do that monarchs of monarchs list of fears mostly are amphibian <laughs> uh and 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 uh fish crustaceans okay. as well as uh what's the what's the science word for fish uh i believe it's fish fish <laughs> no there's a scientific word for fish i'm looking this up right now all right well here's my question what is the monarch's education rank Ithaca Ith Ithiology. <laughs> no it's definitely not that high monarch definitely does believe the conspiracy theory uh books that are about so yeah he's not mm -hmm. he's not the uh the brightest tool in the shed when it comes to those types of things <laughs> it's sort of outside of his core competencies of face shooting and goo tripping so yeah yeah, yeah no my understanding of fish is just it's very low but you know i'm afraid of it like i'm afraid mm -hmm. of the uh, uh, basically like what it is is that monarch is afraid of the unknown that's that that's just what it is and because he's never been in the water and his mother always told him don't go to the water you know because the fish will get you it's very like it's a very you know uh hispanic thing uh that parents do where they'll just make like you know or and I maybe not even hispanic thing i actually just think it's a thing that parents would just do in general where they would be like uh or like don't don't uh frown or else your face is going to stay that way or don't do the pig thing or else your nose is going to stay that way you know what i mean it's like those things mm -hmm. that's literally what this is and she really and, should have warned you about was the uh heavy metals content and mercury levels in the ocean but fish is a good a good way to convey that. Yeah, message. no, she totally didn't warn me about that. No, because she didn't know either. Bless her soul. <laughs> All right. So it seems as if the team is resolved to follow up on this lead for this missing mystery Arasaka cargo ship. In order to do that, Mr. Kernigan is offered to set up a meet with somebody who can help make that happen, provide you with resources to go along the way. Furthermore. I know you're going to want rocket launch. You're going to want more rockets. You're going to probably want some more stuff. Hornet has a job offer for you if you need more cash before you pull this off. If you just give him a ring. Mm. So you, mm. the team can either proceed to the meet with Mr. Kernigan's contact, or you could take up Hornet on his offer, uh, or at least listen to what he has what he has to say, or do whatever the hell you want. Kind of like the idea, though, of getting some more scratch. We... We need some gear, and look, I ain't gonna front you guys. I need some rockets, okay? Because if we're going somewhere, you know, if I run into some fish, I gotta blow them up, you know, <laughs> one way or another. So, your your yeah. your call. Uh, I'd at least like to get in touch with Hornet and see what the I what the job is. We also, I did also get uh, Natalie to cross reference all of the uh, Nomad. What was it? The Nomad travel routes? Yeah, the, uh, yeah. The, the nomad like corporate travel routes to find mm -hmm. the most profitable least protected and most corporate of them so failing like if hornets doesn't look reasonable we could just conduct our own heist mm -hmm. i do need a car oh that's I true need a car that's true cars are not cheap how much are cars, cars? like 20k oh jesus Holy i mean moly. we should steal a car yeah <laughs> <laughs> like what? monthly down payments i could make or a payment plan <laughs> I mean, what, are we, um, 
Why don't we just do another heist, but we just steal the car that we're stealing from? Just take the take the armored truck in this case or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I, I want to. I still want to hear what the job is from uh, from both yeah. of these people. Uh, rockets, 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 rockets. It's not all except grenades and rockets. It's going to take me a moment to look this up. Uh, no so worries. let me go ahead and we'll, we'll, we'll cut to... Job. Yeah. All right. So who wants to ring him up? Ring who um, up? Ring Hornet? Fixer, fixer. You might as well do it, Jim. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I, I would get in touch with Hornet. All right. This, um, this Jim. Uh, uh, hello, Horn. Yeah, is that Hornet? Yeah, yeah, Hornet. Are you uh, you free? <laughs> not, yeah, I'm not interrupting anything, am I? No, no, no. You're fine. I heard uh, I heard you work with the monarch. Yeah, occasionally, yeah, we've known to associate in some business proceedings. Yeah. No, it's it's good work. Heard about Totentons. Oh, unfortunate. Unfortunate messy situation happened there. That wasn't uh you know, wasn't intended, but sometimes these things happen. Listen, uh combat zone not my usual turf, but uh, I do business there. Would work in my favor if your little parlay vous works out. Parlay vous. Yeah. I hold it as a kind okay. of the okay. concept of him. All right. Um, yeah. What, like what, what specifics are you looking for? How'd you like to fuck up what's left of the Red Chromers? Ah. And make some eddies while you're at it. I, uh... Certainly have nothing against that. We've done a decent job so far, but... I, um... I'm slightly concerned about instability within the region. I don't want to create ridiculous power vacuums again, you know? No, no. See, we're gonna stack up... I like what you're doing. I like what you're setting up. We're, we're going to set up someone a little less uh, fucking awful instead of the Chromers, right? Okay. We're going we're gonna to kick up iron sights instead. We're going to boost them up, knock the Chromers down a notch, and that's going to that's gonna tighten things up in the old red zone, just like you want just like you're putting together. I want in on this whole new thing you're doing. This is some Xbox Live shit. His <laughs> <laughs> mom's in the background like... <laughs> Billy! Billy! What dog barks? <laughs> what, Joe, 
Joe, can I ask you what I know about Hornet, like beforehand? Yeah, yeah absolutely. You'd have the hookups. Right. So, uh, Hornet is a self-made man with lots and lots of enemies. He, okay. In the last few years, he's actually been a well-known and fairly respected fixer. Uh, he used to just do forgery and like con work in Haywood. Uh, but near the tail end of the fourth corporate war, he started working with Arasaka. His specialty is chemical weapons. Okay. He, some he even made himself. He actually has a head for designing designer bio and chemical weapons. Uh, Post-war, he's edged his way into most of the markets in Night City. He's got alliances with nomad packs on the outskirts. He snaps up talented techs and meta-techs to work with him, uh, distributing specialty weaponry. He does a lot of weapons sales. Uh, he's a good man to talk to for cybertech, biotech, or drugs. Okay. He, he travels a lot. He has several offices throughout the city, and his bodyguard is always with him. It, uh, a masked mono-katana-wielding solo, codenamed Fox. Right. Okay. Yeah, what's up? I was going to say, just so I know, <clears throat> no relation to Beetle, right? <laughs> At all? No, just because they've both got uh, bug names, absolutely no connection, no market overlap whatsoever. <laughs> no worries. No worries. Just <laughs> no, wanted to no double reason. check. Just wanted to, no reason in, uh, exactly. What What do I know about Iron Sight? Would I... Uh, are, they the, um, are they the people that really hate um iron arasaka or the arasaka group oh. yeah iron sights is a combat group they used to be backed by arasaka but during the fourth corporate war when arasaka was driven away from there from the shores iron sights sort of lost that backing and they've been on the back foot the red chrome legion has been preying off of them recruiting their members trying to like rough them up take their territory that kind of stuff okay all right um I'm gonna. All right, I'll, I'll say to Hornet. I'll say, all right. I'm. I'm interested. What kind of pay are we looking at here for this? I have to. I'll have to get in touch with the others and see if they're down. But for for a decent enough price, we could take out the rest of the Red Clone Legion for you. I don't. Uh, don't need you to kill them all. Wouldn't cry if you did. Um, but I just need a. Uh, you come highly recommended for hit and lift jobs, right? Sure, sure. We do we do our fair share of those. Yeah, yeah. One uh, needs hitting, one big, needs lifting. How big's your crew? It's sizable. Don't you don't have to worry about that. Mm, it's a budget issue. <laughs> oh, it's a budget <laughs> issue. Yeah, how many am I looking to have to pay here? Mm. Listen, you, let me worry about the distribution. Not everyone gets equal pay in my group. It's a hierarchical structure. <sighs> what 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 budget are you working with? And I'll uh, I'll I'll deal with how it siphons down to the plebeians. Eight large. How much did we get paid for the cheese? You guys got what like five thousand total? Yeah, something like that, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, this seems this seems like pretty reasonable pay. I'm gonna continue to negotiate with him, though. I'm, I'm you know, the, cl the Yo, try and get ten. I don't work. Yeah, I don't exactly. Work for that cheap. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I would. Let me get Kurt. Uh, I, I I couldn't possibly <laughs> couldn't possibly take on a job like this for any less than ten. There's gonna be a a lot of uh, 
there's going to be a lot of costs involved in terms of being able to set up the uh set up the fight in the first place and then there's all of the risk and the reputational damage involved you know how it is you don't know shit about this job you don't know how tough it is I know that it's. I know that we're taking on the Red Crumb Legion, and we've already fought them once before. Plus, I know that the wh wherever we fight them, it's going to be on their territory instead because we're taking it to them. So, seems seems likely to me that it's going to be a tough job. If you want to give me more details that will assuage me, then uh, maybe your AK will sound more reasonable. All right, you're gonna hit a train, four crates. My property. Red Cromer's on it. I provide transportation. Your team gets the cargo. What's what's in the cargo? Need to know. It's my stuff. Fragile? Transportable? Uh, refrigerated? Is it fucking <laughs> cheese? All of these questions are important. <laughs> oh, no fucking cheese job. No cheese job. Look, this is this is gonna kill a lot of a lot of chromers, alright? Some of some of my personal work, some of my best. Ah, uh, I see, I see. Okay, okay. I get I get the I get the hints you drop in here. Don't worry about it, Hornet. Okay. Uh do you have a certain quota of red chromers that you wanna you wanna dispatch of? Any way that you want it done? No, I just want my stuff. It's gonna go to the iron sights. They're gonna use it to fuck up the chromers, and these things play themselves out naturally. You know how it is. Okay. Okay. Well, how many chromers are we looking at defending mm -hmm. this place? <clears throat> Train's a hammerhead. Used to be Militech. Good armor on it, but uh, not that big. <laughs> That's an the question. Okay. You have any idea about how it's defended at all? Chromers. <laughs> you know, when I said that if you provided me with more specifics, the the safety of the job might seem more reasonable. You have done nothing to to provide me with any kind of comfort level. I mean, this is easily a ten grand job. Yeah, you have no idea about the defenses at play here, and it's a high-speed moving vehicle. We're gonna have to prep for every possible outcome and then adapt on the fly. That's that's at least a 10 G's job. Roll a training check, Jim. Okay, let's have a look. Come on. 19. Jimmy. That ain't bad. <sighs> I'll do eight, and I'll throw in the other two you want if they come back with no scratches on them. If what come back with no scratches on them? The boxes? My stuff. My stuff. Boxes. Bleh. Bleh. <laughs> don't care about the carton. Just don't smash the eggs. You are, you are profoundly vague for a fixer, you know, Hornet. <laughs> uh, listen. Listen, it's a deal. An extra... You, you said you had two of them, right? Two of the packages? Four. 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 Car. What a car. Yeah, and, and the transport the transportation you're giving us, right? What is it? Another train. Another train. I can't drive a train. 
I, I'm going to put myself on mute for a second. You don't have to steer a fucking train, you know? It just goes forwards and backwards along a track. Anyone can drive a train. Yes, but listen, I want I'll, a car. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get you a car, but I don't think... Listen, if I asked Hornet to get me a car, motherfucker would get me, like, a toy car. He is actually the most useless fixer I've well, ever seen. Well, that actually to. might not be a bad thing, considering <laughs> Natalie's last car, so... <laughs> <laughs> might be bigger than our previous one be a little less effective monarch i think i think we i think we source a car from somewhere else for you honestly natalie this this man is not the Fine. right one natalie um, just kind of slinks off <laughs> i'm gonna get back on the on the phone uh okay where do the where do the trains interact with each other they're shipping the goods up to a place they caught on the north outskirts of the city we're gonna have my train up alongside it match speeds you figure out the rest you got a driver yeah. <laughs> helpful as usual hornet appreciate it thank you all right so 8k plus an extra 500 for each one we bring back without a scratch on it mm. all right you got you got yourself a deal. Where are we dropping these off to? You call me when you got them. We'll do pickup. Okay. All right. It's a deal. No, we're gonna kill all kinds of chromers. You're gonna the combat zone is gonna be much nicer after this. This is a good deal. Okay. We'll talk. <laughs> all right. Wonderful. Thank you, Hornet. <laughs> Psycho. I mean, he was jacking off the whole time when I, when I was on the call with him. There, he was just. I mean, what a what a mental case. Absolute nutter. Natalie, I wouldn't take a car from him if he offered one for free. He's he'd have cameras in there or something watching you every day. He'd be he'd be over the intercom via Bluetooth. <laughs> No, we no. We'll get you a car from a much better person than that, Natalie. <laughs> the the best part is he actually, uh, you know, he works with but with uh, chemical weaponry, so he's got a, a horrible crippling respiratory issue. <laughs> oh, I see. He wasn't just being really <laughs> creepy. <laughs> he didn't tell you that. No, he didn't tell me that. It just sounded like <laughs> just sounded like one of those people that call you up and they're just just jerking it on the other end of the line. We all just think he's a pervert now because of Jim. Like, yeah. I oh, like. No, I'm like not. I'm character. not giving this information in game. This is this is strictly out of character metadata. Yeah. I like Hornet. I think he's a good character. <laughs> I'm gonna explain sure the details. Hornet? Yeah, it might be horny. <laughs> Um, I, I'm going to give the, the details of the task to everybody else mm -hmm. and, um, yeah. I, and tell them that we have no information about how well it's defended. We're going to be on a train. That's going to pull up alongside another train, probably going to have to grapple gun over again and pull off some ridiculous shit. Uh, get your katana out. Cause we are essentially running the same scheme. I think we need information. We need to run some recon. Um, if that means we have to pay a netrunner to dig into the Redcomb Legion, learn how many bodies they're running with, what's their mm -hmm. game plan, what weaponry they're running with, their destination from A to B, all of it would be useful. I think we could also post up on the train lines and see how defended their previous cargo shipments are. 
well, to infer something. The Red Crumb Legion doesn't run regular cargo shipments. Ah. This is a particular, they stole this old, this Militech hammerhead train, uh, which it has three cars and a driver's car. That's it on the train. It's like a small, heavily armored transport thing. These trains are usually automated, which is why Hornet wasn't particularly useful about a driver. You just say, uh, train, mm. go here, train, do this. You can switch it to manual, of course, but it's almost entirely programmed. So, you know, there's three cars plus the, the train control up front. Uh, you could probably get dimensions for the car. I don't have a map readily available that I can show you that doesn't have all of my hideous, hideous secrets on it. Uh, <laughs> but I could give you, like, rough dimensions. The cars themselves are, like, 12 meters across by 14 meters long for the most part. The middle one is slightly narrower. There's no guaranteed configuration on them. You don't have any defensive information. Uh, you do know that the Chromers are hurting. They've lost a lot of clout in the combat zone. Uh, you killing Babylon helped. You know, everyone's nipping at their heels. But they got a hold of this shipment, and they intend to use it to restore the power balance. Hmm. Okay. So this is a good thing we're doing. Uh, depends what... You mean by good, but yeah. I mean, possibly. the outcome Legion, is honestly. The, they're like uh, the fascists, aren't they? Or, um, oh yeah, no, they're yes. terrible people. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, sometimes in the uh, combat zone, the balance of power needs to be kept, or else one side gets a little too strong, and then things start to get out of control. So, take it from an expert. What we're doing right now. It's going to get us some money. That's the important part here. But we need to be careful about how we tread because clearly we're mm -hmm. getting a reputation for uh, ending things. And I don't know this if that's came a from, really good thing. This came from two places. One from Monarchs, you know, killing Royal netted you a good rep. And two, Jim, when he put out those feelers trying to form a shadowy consortium of power brokers to replace Rex. Uh, Hornet must have gotten wind. Mm. Mm. He's like, oh, you want to do some power brokering? Let's do some of that stuff. With guns and bombs. Yay! Yay! <laughs> My favorite. <laughs> All right. So, do you want... We don't have to go to the heist immediately. You can do heist prep, or you can go to Mr. Kernigan's meeting to talk about, which isn't going to be on a timetable, to talk about getting to the ship. I think we heist. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I think we heist. Uh, what prep do you want to do for it? I want to refresh the gas in all of our grapple guns because I think they're right. going to be very important. <laughs> Most likely. Can we? We did a week of work and resting kind of stuff. Would we be restored at HP or? You only heal HP when you take the day completely off. Oh. So you do get a weekend. Uh, so if you took a weekend, heal your body times two. I'd also Except like, I'd like to use Jarex's plunge spa or whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah. And if anyone wants some healing, I'll 
I'll, uh, I definitely I'll need some healing. I need some healing oh, as well. Take care of Jonah, please. So yeah, I'm I'm down to leave the prep in Monarch's capable hands. Mm-hmm. And I'll take a day at the spa. All right. All right. I'll take two at the spa actually. You you guys have the time. So Monarch, mm-hmm. you know the plan is they're gonna pull up their train alongside the bad guys' train, match speed so you can get across. You get in, you get the cargo. The rest of it is basically up to you. Uh, Hornets you providing know how big you the cargo is right. Uh, you should each be able to carry one crate. Excellent. We need to know numbers. What we're up against in firepower? Any surprises? Destination yeah. speed. Yeah, um, no, no, I'm gonna. So through, let me see here. How do I word this? So basically, uh, obviously, if the Red Chrome Legion are working on something, it, word it should be getting around in some capacity, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, kind of wanted to see what other solos in the area were hearing about, and uh, just contact contacting some trusted uh individuals like people at booger's mm-hmm. joint uh to see like if there's been any movement regarding how many people we should be running we could be running into uh okay give or take. do uh do a persuasion check just to represent buying people drinks at booger's joint oh boy 25 oh my Woo! god wow wow oh. All right, yeah, Pete, you, the drinks are continuing to come in after you, after you waxed uh, Royal. It's not like he was an infamous bad guy. People actually kind of liked him. Um, but, I mean, he came at you. You won in the head up. So, hey, you know, here's to the man he used to be, and here's to the man who offed him. So you're, you're actually doing really, really well in that regard. In terms of resistance... The Chromers would probably send, let me give you a range on this, and you got a really good result. So you're talking to people who have been, oh yeah, dude, the gangs have been hiring solos, people have been hiring solos to protect people from the gangs, business has been bopping around the combat zone, it's been absolutely out of control. Uh, I, I don't know, man, I don't really think you'd be, you'd be looking at like, definitely less than a dozen guys on that train. Easily less than that, maybe only half a dozen. Okay. I imagine, like, that's a Militech rig that they've got, so it would have some sort of, aside from being heavily armed, like, don't don't even, don't try to cut through that thing, right? Find a way to get inside. Don't don't bother trying to blow it up unless you got a tank. <laughs> uh, but, like, once you get inside, it's Militech. They should have some sort of defenses, uh, maybe some guns. It's yeah. a moving train, so you shouldn't expect laser grids or anything like that, but definitely some guns somewhere. Think there's uh, uh, something to hack in, something maybe to... Yeah, always. If they got automated or, or aimable defenses, then there should be uh, local network infra- infrastructure. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That's cool. Good to see that the uh, those little bastards are getting some work, though. Oh, yeah. Again, pretty banged up lately. A lot, a lot of protection work uh, for for folk for solos. Yeah, protection. Iron Sights has been just absolutely <laughs> ready to take them out. They're sick of getting poached. Like Chromers love to poach the Iron Sights, get their more edgy members to come over. So they're they're itching for it. And someone's okay. been back in Iron Sights recently. They've been 
meeting with people. It's buzzing the news about whoever their yeah. benefactors are. They've come out with some military grade gear. Yeah, no, I heard they're trying to make a, a big comeback. Mm -hmm. You know, got to stay relevant. Yeah, I guess so. Right. I mean, it's a doggy dog world out there. Am I right? You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. Well, do you, do you happen to know at all, like, uh, maybe when, uh, when this whole thing is going to be going down, like daytime, mm. nighttime. You right, guys would have like that information stuff. from Hornet. Hornet would have given you the timetable. So the timetable is basically two days after the meeting, which would have been at the end of the spa week. Uh, and it's going to go down at night. They're going to move it late at night. Okay. I'm trying to formulate what I know and what I need to find out mm -hmm. from my from my contacts here. And because you have a mobile train, they can the they're heading to a warehouse on the outskirts of the city because the crates are DNA locked. They only unlock for the person who has the right DNA. And they're also heavily armored. So the Chromers haven't been able to pop them open to bust the goodies yet. So they're going to move them to a warehouse on the outskirts of uh, the north edge of the city. Um, in probably edge of uh, New Westbrook, I would say. Like out, real, real outskirts. Almost getting into nomad territory. They got a tech who's going to help them try to crack it. That's why they're moving the stuff. Huh. You got a... You got exact coordinates on where that, uh, where that warehouse is? Hmm. These guys don't, but that train's headed right to it, so. Interesting. Yeah, they, they know the, the Chromers keep an abandoned place out there, but nobody has the exact whereabouts. They've been pretty squirrely about it. All right, cool. All right, good. Then, well, hey, you know, just always, always good to know what's going on in and around Night City. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, mm. man? It's a crazy world out there. Absolutely. Right? Yep. Business be good to you, dude. Oh yeah, always. Same to you, man. Same to you. Blink. All right. And then hey, I'm bugger! Gonna... Pour me another. Yeah, 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 yeah. Two more for this guy. And five more for me. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Roll a resist uh, drug slash torture check, monarch. All uh, right. Yeah, it's easy. That's. And he's on the dollar for me, baby. Twenty. Oh yeah, yeah. You you're holding your liquor. You're in good shape. Yeah, I'm not worried about that at all. Come on, what do you think I am? Some lightweight, even though I am in real life. But you know. <laughs> Anywho, so all right, I'm gonna take that information. I'm gonna regroup with the with the old chums and uh, relay the information. We're looking at potentially six to ten people. Final destination is going to be at a warehouse. Let's just say we're going to encounter 10 because I always expect the worst out of most situations. Uh, if we get less, it'll be great. There mm -hmm. is going to be a local network on, on board. So, Jerax, that's on you. Maybe you can yep. uh, go ahead and crack that safe. I've been brushing up my net running skills recently. I read a textbook man. the other day. Nice. That's good. They still make the textbook reading. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's a, they they have textbooks on net running. <laughs> the one hundred and one series the, for for the the for gonks, you know, net running for gonks. Yep. Wow, they do have textbooks. That's a wonderful okay. idea. A textbook for net running. <laughs>
Uh, so here's here's my take. Here's what I think. We we have a few options here, right? Um, if we find a, a, a if we could potentially find a map of New Westbrook, that's where we're going to be heading out here. We might be able to find the warehouse where they're going to end at with the train, and then they're going to offload all the stuff. So the final destination for the train, and then they're going to offload everything there. They're going to have a tech guy scrub through it because apparently it's DNA controlled. So they need someone to crack that safe. We could either ambush the site. That will be a little bit riskier. Or we heist it as the original plan was as we head over. There's a combination of things that could obviously go wrong here. Uh, but one of the things for certain is that we're going to be dealing with heavily armored, uh, heavily uh, armed train that you know could be kind of difficult for us to traverse if we can't possibly get inside so feel like problem one getting inside problem two we can't use any explosives or anything like that to unfortunately level the problem as much as i obviously would like to do that we're gonna have to do this a good old-fashioned way which means mm -hmm. we can't run people over which means <laughs> i can't blow people up and uh but i think so uh, a mana katana could be pretty helpful here yeah so yeah, no, i agree that's basically what we're going to be looking at but here's the deal we can't be rolling in there without proper equipment you got to have the armor we need to have our guns i mean you know we're going to be dealing fairly close range so handguns and shotguns are going to be preferred i think in this situation or we can also try to sneak around it maybe even do a little stealth work mm -hmm. wrap around choke some fools out snap some necks is it two side-by-side -side train tracks yes yeah the plan pulling is, up next to them right so they're going to be on their way you're going to pull your train up so that the trains will be moving and you'll traverse from one to the other gotcha i i think we should also as a plan of action um infiltrate the what do you call it? The cockpit of the train? Is it called a cockpit? I don't know. I'm going to call it a cockpit. That's fine. Um, to to essentially stop the train, um, so that we're not fighting on a moving vehicle. Um, so if we could pull up ahead on the, if we go for the live approach, which I think would be the best way, if we try and hit them at their base of operations, there's a chance there's going to be more bodies than we anticipated. The yeah. live train seems to be the best option. Yeah. The only thing is with us maybe meeting them at that destination, I could just blow them up. So true. Yeah. That's another solution, you know? <laughs> uh, but I true. do think though, that in the interest of what we're trying to accomplish here, being a bit more discreet could potentially be uh, a little bit more. How do we do a uh, stealth mission on a train? Where does the train originate? Can we get on it at its origin and just hang out? I believe it's originating in a fortified Red Chrome Legion facility. So you could get in, if you wanted to infiltrate there, you could. There will be more hostels on site. It would remove the moving part, the literal moving parts. Uh, Monarch, I'm looking through the book and I can't find anything that tells me that rockets don't cost 10 eddies each. That's <laughs> insane. Like, that, that was my first conclusion. The reason it's taking me so long to search is because all it says is standard ammunition costs 10 eddies for a pack and a rocket is 
one per pack. So like I, I've been double checking and I'm pretty sure my math is you wrong. Trying, but... You're trying to ensure wow. I don't get no rockets, right? <laughs> Look, I, having reviewed the information, <sighs> you know, and, and, and double checked the counts and gone through the courts, uh, we'd like to recognize the rocket shooter elect. That is well, that, insane that you're just a gonna rocket have... is 10 eddies. <laughs> every every mission that Joe does now needs to be sure that I don't just win it by rocketing somebody. <laughs> How many can you carry? Like, are you carrying, like, tiny payloads? Like, you carry as many as you want, apparently. Well, in squad, you can usually only carry, like, two shots for your rocket launcher, and those things are heavy. But I'm going to say you can carry three. All right, you gave me the arbitrary limitations. Well, I will... I will invest my 10 eddies, and uh, so I'm down now to 10.30. Big spend. It's 10 per, so like, you know, 30 <laughs> if you want to carry all three with you. Well, no, I, re I have one rocket left, didn't I? Or I no, you fired I... all three of those suckers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Used one against the Red Chrome Legion. Uh, used one inside the club, and then used your last one on uh, in the alleyway. That's right. Yeah. So there we go um all right yeah no i was about to get like 60 rocket launchers just dominate people so all right uh yeah i mean look i i guys i think honestly the best course of action here here here's what i think could be good and you know because i love a good old-fashioned heist and you know messing up the red chrome legion uh this could also be very very interesting we could potentially have jim and jerax sneak in all right with me and natalie waiting in the wings like you know hiding in the shadows mm -hmm. knock out some red chrome legion guys take their gear mm -hmm. and infiltrate from within genius my stealth isn't good but i'm a great actor so it could work i've done it before Jim, how stealthy do you think you could be? I don't think I'm very stealthy whatsoever. I don't think I I mean, what is my stealth on? It's on two. And I'm a clunky kind of guy. I Well, I mean, the Red Chrome Legion's not gonna believe me because I mean, look at me. You know, they're not gonna believe that I'm a part of them. Uh so you know, I just pick the uh the two obvious candidates. I mean, also, all... I'm not even here because I, I spent the weekend in a in a cryo oh, are we all together so. now yeah this is after this is after spa oh, weekend by the way right, right, right. Uh, yeah, also now golden boy i did review this you can't buy basic information for rockets so the bad news is they are going to be way more expensive uh the good news is they're going to have some of their special ability either armor piercing or lighting people on fire you know so there's the good and the bad armor piercing <laughs> for like a armor train piercing <laughs> so they are 100 each instead of 10, which makes way more the hell sense. Uh, but if you get armor piercing, when people get blown up by your rockets, their armor will go down by two instead of by one. Uh -huh. And if you get the incendiary, they will be slightly on fire when they okay. get hit by it. So mm -hmm. it costs, so for, okay, so it'll cost me, uh, so I had 1050, so mm -hmm. down to seven. Okay. Um... That's fine. Uh, you oh, also buy smart gotta... rockets, which are five hundred each. Nah, nah, no. Nah. I armor piercing though is interesting. 
like armored train car piercing. Mm -hmm. Uh, you, yes, yes. I would. Uh, that it could potentially. Now again, this is a Militech armored train. It is designed to withstand small arms fire. Uh, but use a couple of them or some proper explosives, you might be able to crack through. Hmm. I quite like the approach of pulling up the train and just hopping over and working away from back to front of the train together, just slowly executing anyone in our path. I think that makes the most sense. Yeah. Seems you know, like the most simplistic. Because we're all, we're, we'll all be together. We'll all be just killing stuff one at a time. And we'll just clear the train out that way. Yeah. Sounds about right. I was trying to get creative, Jerax, you know? Yeah, have some fun. Let's let's be let's <laughs> be honest, Monarch. There's always the plan that you make, and then the plan that happens when the truck turns out to be full of cheese, and it usually ends up with a rocket launcher, which, by the way, is where you use the other rocket. It was during the Cooked cheese. Heist. Cheese. Yeah. The first time I had real cheese. That's right. That's right. Um, right. considering the train's an enclosed space too, do you think there's an opportunity to just I don't know set it and forget it with a nerve gas or something? You can get biotoxin grenades. That is a thing that you can do. You could buy- Natalie looks at Jim, because she has never made such a purchase in her life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could definitely purchase some of those. My issue is actually uh, getting on getting onto the train and retrieving the gear safely. Like We would have to give time for the nerve gas to disseminate, and it will be but going also... at very high speed as that occurs. So it, yeah, we, it would, we would have to account for the time taken for- the people to be killed, the air to diffuse back to normal, and then we would have to get on and get off before it got also, to the destination. Or they we could buy gas masks. They probably oh, have nasal implants like me to filter. They totally like could, the, yeah. They probably already do. If it's you think the right they all would agent. by default? Not all of them, no. But I mean, it's it could work. It could work. You could just you could gas easier. the place out, and I could jump in with my monocatana and 1v6. I think it's a decent okay, idea, down, but I don't Angie. think I don't think there's going to be a good way of getting the grenades in there until yeah. we've made a hole anyway. Because the so whole point there is should an be vehicle. an access point somewhere on the roof of the vehicle. Mm. Yeah, we have to find that access. We can grapple him. Yeah, chuck the grenades in. I could jump down early enough, and in the confusion, take them out with anyone else who also has the ability to become immune to we why don't we just get gas masks yeah yeah i think this could be like the opening idea, of uh, the dark knight yep yeah hold on there's a uh there's a i like this idea this. actually pretty sure i saw a gas mask in the gear that you could purchase is there an overhead view of the train map as well do these uh parallel tracks that the trains are going to be on ever like intersect so we could do a cute little like unhook hookup Scoot away with the. <laughs> so the, the armored train is like all linked together. It's designed to never switch its mm. cars out at all. It's a small specialty vehicle, uh, with that regard. So doing the old steal your caboose thing would probably not fly here. <laughs> but uh, you definitely could try to rearrange the, the Hornet has his mind set on a stretch of tracks that's parallel for a good long time. So you'd have like several minutes at least to do the, to jump over. 
And if you get control of the train after that, then your problems are solved. Uh, but with a little bit of research, some local expert checks, etc., you could try to arrange a specific track situation. And I just looked as well, 20 eddies for uh, anti-smog breathing masks, which mm -hmm. are useful for filtering out airborne toxins. I think that actually is a great play. So yeah. we jump on top of it. Brent or Jerax hacks in. We open that door. We toss in the nerve gas. Nerve gas goes off. While that's going on, we roll up with our gas mask. I shoot everyone. We grab the stuff. We jet back over to uh, Hornet, the, the guy who, whether or not he's masturbating is beyond us. We'll find out. And then we're done. That's it. Easy peasy. I like it. That's a great plan, Monarch. It doesn't sound anything like what I just said. <laughs> Natalie has not, corporate flashbacks. <laughs> I'm not. I. You know what, Natalie? You had a fantastic plan that didn't involve you running anyone over with a car. I am so proud of you. You said I couldn't have a car for this one. <laughs> for the best, if we really think about it. You, you could know. run someone over with a train. <laughs> I'm sure there's a way to arrange that. <sighs> You just throw you them in front of When you of run it. someone over with a train, you don't roll for damage. You die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, there is no damage roll here. <laughs> the right. train doesn't take damage in that case, does it? Correct. So uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap up as next, after the winter break, we're going to come back with a badass train heist. Uh, I will throw out that poison costs. There's a couple different varieties of poison that you can get but it usually costs like 500 to 100 for enough to fill one explosion sized square. You could go with lethal, you could go with extra lethal, you could go with sleep, you have some options. We'll handle the shopping part of it offline. Uh, we've got some more cyber surgery, Royal has some more parts, but we'll also handle that offline. We've gone ahead and run up against the end of our time here, uh, but thank you everybody for watching Red Sky City Cyberpunk Conspiracy. We will return in January. We're going to do a train heist. We're going to do a pirate adventure that will definitely not involve any gigantic robot squids. I, I, uh, I promise. <laughs> and we'll get deeper into the cyberpunk conspiracy. So thank you to all of our viewers. Thank you to our cast. And have a fantastic evening. Thank you, Joseph. Thank, thank you, you. Bye. Thank you, Peak. <laughs>